This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. favorites uh welcome back to this week in culture episode 37 i'm your host and wood aka trinidad and i got my esteemed co-host in the building with me jay what up though what's poppin man it's jay johnson yeah man uh shit this week we ain't got no review for y'all man we just wanted to come up here and kick it with the people for a minute and talk about uh probably the most culturally relevant thing we've had to discuss in the year we've been busting these podcasts down man uh if you if you have not heard the uh terrible news rapper activist community organizer entrepreneur uh nipsey hustle got gunned down in front of his marathon clothing store uh this past sunday uh so me and jay just wanted to come up here and kick it man uh it's been obviously taking over the internet the black internet especially man there's so many different things to the discuss bro it's it's been a whirlwind of shit man uh a lot of conversations happening a lot of debates happening, um, obviously a lot of theories. Uh, I did just get an alert on my phone a few minutes ago, <clears throat> right before we pressed record, yeah. that the uh, the accused shooter was caught. Yeah, I saw a video of him actually yeah, getting arrested. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Which I, is wild, by the way. Man, yeah, man. Uh, so we just going gonna to dig into this whole whole thing man we probably gonna play some play some hits throughout man and just uh just kick it man two black men giving y'all that conversation that that y'all let to hear from your boys man so uh man i love nip dog dog nip is one of the here's my thing man nip one of the coldest people dog like like we we both been rocking with nip for a minute rap wise but nip as a person <laughs> such a fucking cold human being dog like he always been smart man like he was wise beyond his years you you see all them videos from when he was younger and kicking it and it's like dog he just i don't know i'm gonna hit y'all with a hot take towards the end yeah yeah Um, got something for him yeah yeah i um what's your journey with nip man man probably I think first time I got really put it because always I was always familiar with his name. Yeah. But I think the first time I got really hip to his music was about 2010, 2011. Um, And it was obviously mixtapes back then. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then I started hearing more and more. But it wasn't music, though. It was or. okay, so it was related to music, like hearing about like the hundred dollar album, for instance, like stuff like. So it was like this is music related. But I just love. What year was that in? Oh shit! Let's look that up. Well, that huh? was Crenshaw. The, yeah, the that Crenshaw was Crenshaw. Album. But 
So let me take a look and see when the Crenshaw. Crenshaw, I want to say 2013, but we're gonna look that up and make sure we ain't giving no uh no guesses on the pod, man. We're gonna get this shit accurate. But um, you got it. Yeah, Crenshaw was a uh, damn. It don't show no date because this the one from my. Mm. Uh, but not yeah, the man, Apple Music. But it was it was stuff that uh. Hold on. I'm gonna pull this up so I don't get irritated. 2013. 2013. I figured that. October. So was wow. October eighth, 2013. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, yeah. So I was um. That's a that's a weird date for me personally. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, my uh my homegirl had put me on. She's a huge Nip fan, like since forever. Yeah, and uh, she had put me on about 2010, 2011, and then when I started hearing about. His entrepreneurship, his buy back the block campaign, his hundred dollar Crenshaw album, and then Jay went out and bought a hundred of them bitches and little shit like that. I was just like, damn, yeah, dog, I, I like that, where Dog's mind is at. Man. I think that's what put him on the national. Yeah. That that everybody when when mm-hmm. Jay Z gave like the unofficial cosign, that like stamp, everybody man. started listening. But first time I heard Nip was on um the I'm on it remix. It was mm. uh. It was 2010 mm-hmm. because it was Big Shine, mm-hmm. Nip, uh, French Montana. Yeah. Uh, and they did the um, nigga, I'm on yep. it. This is fucking lean. Yeah. And then I was like, that's the first time I heard Nip. You know, yeah. of course, we. that was like around the time they first started doing the freshman covers or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, Yo, I looked at that freshman cover the other day. That sh- They damn near hit it. It's like two that didn't really pay. Literally, out. it's two. It was Pill and OJ the Juice, man. And OJ yeah. quit. It, OJ ain't want OJ had a hit. He was like, I don't want to do this shit. I'd rather yeah, I'd rather do other go things. Go do what he do. He said, I'm and, not uh, used to this. Like niggas coming up to me in the mall. Yeah, straight. Like some that people ain't, not that ain't his style. And I get it. Yeah. Um and then that nigga Pill got fired from Maybach. But yeah. uh other than that, they had that whole cover. Low key Pill was the first person that dug up old tweets on. Mm, I remember <laughs> <laughs> Like they dug up old tweets Like nigga you used to be dissing Man, Ross dog. Like this not no new thing When people be digging yeah. up old tweets Like they dug up been tweets on Peel And it was a rap for him ever since Yeah man he was quickly off me But Peel wasn't even bad neither dog. No he was cool Peel was Ace Hood before Ace Hood Ace yeah. Hood wasn't even bad Ace Hood is cold I like Ace Hood I don't you know You know what killed Ace Hood though Khaled no, what? the watch bells were falling off on TV. Oh my god! I've, on like, the red carpet, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Like in real life, then yeah. it then he became like a joke. Yeah, like yeah. it became like, oh, he not. But he didn't. Uh, Ace Hood and reinvented himself on the gram at least with his uh, yoga fitness. Yeah. Him and his wife, and Always apparently he got bangers. a mixtape. Yeah, Always had bangers. Kept, the boy can rap, man. But when they start looking at you like you lame or you yeah, corny, yeah. Like, or your jewelry fake, us, yeah, you know, we, you know how no we. No matter get how down. good you are, no matter mm-hmm. the content, no matter what, yeah, man, you know we gonna hate, yeah. uh, which is. The topic of discussion I've been having with relation to Nipsey, because um, it was like cats all of a sudden. Here's my thing, man. I, I'm a I'm a dig into it later, but I get on socials every day. Mm-hmm. I see motherfuckers complaining every day about having haters, about nobody believing in them, about niggas not being in a corner, about no matter how good you do for people, they will still fuck you over. I see regular people complaining about this shit every day. So then when Nip got killed and niggas jumped into their conspiracy bags, and I'm not immediately telling the nigga he wrong for for thinking conspiracy, right. but I'm like, how y'all niggas so convinced that one of us couldn't do this? When y'all tell me that we hate on each other every day. Man, 
how is, I don't get it. How is anybody so convinced of it either way? Either way, either Yo. like dog. Like what? What irritated me is like shortly after uh-huh. everybody had made up their mind that they you knew was one exactly. side or the other. Yeah. Fam, I don't know. Fam, and that's so I, I posted that on a nigga could just got laid off and on some Michael Douglas hey, shit. Niggas just start busting their guns. Like I literally, dog. I literally don't know. Yeah. And like why do what you they, have to be right. Yeah. And that so that's been my problem. And I posted something on Facebook that uh I ain't gonna pull it up, but I basically was saying like the arguments, because y'all niggas left debating. By Sunday night, y'all was in full blown arguments, one side or the other. This shit was north versus south, east versus yeah, west. Yeah. And uh I said the arguing that I'm seeing y'all niggas about who killed this man. Cause y'all done forgot the man got killed. <laughs> y'all trying to be right. The arguments is what lets me know that yeah, it could have been a hater out there. <laughs> Cause y'all niggas is I seen like, a nigga tell somebody to pull up to Columbus, put his address on Facebook. Man, look, come on, blood. So look, man, this where it really hurt because like yeah. uh me and Dane was at this uh networking event. Uh-huh. And uh we pulled up, I got there uh probably like I don't know, six thirty, seven o'clock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically about thirty minutes after everything after, went yeah, down, yeah. everything was going online. And um when I walked in, I gave David Dap whatever, he was like, Man, you you hear what's going on with Nipsey. Yeah. And I I, I was gonna be like, What you mean? I'm yeah. like, No, let me and like they saying he got shot. Yeah. I'm like Whatever. I, I go on Twitter because Twitter happens in real time. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So I go on Twitter and um I'm seeing that first I'm just seeing like no nah, no. Nah, I'm, what I'm hearing ain't true, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And, you know, with Twitter, with the search, like, you can search through regular people tweets with certain yeah, yeah, keywords. Yeah. So I'm looking, and I, I saw a video uh, of somebody on the ground mm-hmm. and um them holding a towel over his head and, like, seeing it. Yeah. And then I seen, you know, you seen what he was wearing, and then a picture came up of him. He took a picture with a kid or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like shortly before. Yeah. yeah. So that video, and then I seen like a, a a video. You know what I'm saying with them pumping on his chest or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I'm just looking in, looking through regular people. Well, regular looking through people tweets. I'm hearing conversations from people. You can tell who lives in this, uh-huh. who are literally there, and I'm seeing stuff. And before everything was like reported, I'm like, man, I, I, that ain't looking good. But you know, like I. When I first heard, then like, so for two hours, mm-hmm. literally for two hours, while we at this event, my head is directly in my fucking phone. Oh, night. I'm yeah. not answering no motherfucking text. I'm yeah. just looking at that. He like, man, he like, dog, it feel like one of my, like, one like of the a, homies. A nigga you know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like for two hours, I am scrolling and looking at every fucking possible update, yeah. you know what I'm saying, that I can find. And like, like this shit, like, I'm not entertaining nothing. I'm literally concerned. Yeah. Like, well, fuck. Uh, fuck, he just pulled too. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yeah. damn, I seen the headshot. I'm like, fuck. It's, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you you try to battle through the, the reality of certain situations. Like, no, yeah. fuck it. Hope. You know what I'm saying? Like, hope and pray. That's all you can do. So, like, I'm not interested in having a debate with a stranger online. I'm literally hurt. Yeah. And I'm not really impacted by celebrity or mm-hmm. like, People, I don't. I'm That's not. Sort of, we just was talking about that. I'm not. I'm not really impacted by that often. Hey, a few episodes ago, we was talking about Prince and yeah. when Michael Jackson died and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like 
this just was different for me. Yeah. And because, like, outside of this, like, I've probably watched every single video that of uh, every interview that Nipsey yeah. has on the internet. Yeah. Like, I've probably watched it all. Yeah. Like, I've talked, uh, I've taken some of the things he's talked about and things I've learned from him uh-huh. through business, uh, through different programs and incorporated them into my own business, how I run my business, mm-hmm. how I'm setting up my merch and my clothing and whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When he break down and one of the raps he talking about, you know, he innovated vertically and explained what that meant in the interview and how yeah. Apple, he took that from Apple. So I saw how Apple did this and that's how I run my marathon store. Yeah. Um, and just so much stuff. I'm like, well, shit, man, like, that's the game I needed, mm-hmm. and that's what I started to. I got stuff that's in the works now that came directly from him. From that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, like I looked at him, like it was more than music, yeah. And like the things, like literally everything that you would want from a person to do, he did it the right he way. He did it. He did it the right way. You can't find me nowhere. Last time that I checked, boy, nigga, nothing bad on yeah. my rep. Yeah. Like nowhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm literally I ain't nothing like you fucking rap niggas. Yeah, man. He was um he was one of them dudes that he did what he told you he was doing in his raps. Like he wasn't just but he wasn't rapping about bullshit. He wasn't glorifying the bullshit. It ain't start out on some yo nigga. I'm yeah, everybody knew he was a crit. Like cool. But that nigga been come on, man. This nigga ain't been on no I'm out here cripping and banging so hard that I don't give a fuck about my community. That nigga cared so much about that fucking community. He literally built on his block, nigga. Crenshaw and Slauson. We putting our whole strip mall right here. We buying everything right here, nigga. Like, like about a year ago, it dropped um, when they was talking about how they opened up the marathon uh-huh. store or whatever. And like that area, well, that, that specific strip mall was so important to them because they used to hustle out of there, yeah. right? Yeah. Sell crack, fight. Yeah. And had they first the whole nine before his yards, brother got whatever. Locked. Yeah. And they were talking about like um his brother, who looked exactly like the Literally. Nigga, you know, he went to jail and shit, right? Mm-hmm. He was at a store about they took two and they had two hundred thousand dollars in cash and they yeah. buried that shit in the ground. So when he came home, uh they went under and they they thought yeah. uh, everything was like water sealed, everything opened yeah. up the safe, nigga like money eighty percent of yeah. it was trash or whatever. Yep. So they took all they had. And they put a table out there, put some clothes on that yep. bitch, and start sledding clothes and everything out there. Police yeah. kept coming by, took their shit twice. And on the third time, they cuffed them up. They're like, man, we just trying to we trying to eat. We trying to be legitimized. Like, no, y'all got to do what regular taxpaying people do, lease a building, yeah. and then sell this shit out. And they took all their stuff, left them out the cups, and dipped off. They said they looked up. Looked directly across the street, and it was a sign say for lease. For lease, yep. And they took everything they had and make the sloss and tees was the first uh-huh. joint. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. everything that they did and all the bad stuff he did coming up, and the negative energy he put out at that corner. He said, "I'm a fix. I'm a. I'm literally going to fix everything I did wrong." Yep. yep. That nigga changed his energy up, man. And it's it's funny because anybody that follow me on the Instagram. Uh, they know how I am with with energy, man. I'm putting out positive energy, positive vibes. Just good fucking... Because you want to put good karma out into the world so you receive that shit back. Yeah. And Nip was one of them people that actually breathed that shit. He lived it. Like, it was... It wasn't just talk. It was, Like, he was one of them niggas when, when he spoke, 
you listened, but you listened intently because you knew he was finna drop a jewel on you that you could literally go and put into something in your life. You could put it in one of the areas in your life, man. And uh, when you listen to the the story, that video of him talking about how they got the store set up, when you listen to the videos of, of him talking about nigga gang violence in that community and how he was trying to fucking basically change that narrative like yeah. bro like it, it's just it's disappointing because this was one of the dudes that we should be holding in the highest regard but not not just the the 90 percent of niggas you see bigging them up right now everybody that whole hundred percent should have been holding this man up man man i tell you one of the things uh we may have talked about this not on air but just yeah. in general um, you know, like when we be at work, there's like black codes mm-hmm, and, and, mm-hmm. and code shifting and switching, yep. and there's certain like um, things you just have to do when you deal when you with, go into that environment. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I used to watch, I watch videos with Nipsey and Gary V. Yep. I watch videos with Nipsey and um, my man who owns the Bel Air uh, Champagne. Oh, uh, yes, yep, um, dog. And what I noticed was like. Um, he meeting with these corporate people and yeah. all that shit. I'm in my do rag. Yeah. I'm in my regular clothes, yeah. and I'm smoking weed. Yep. Um, but I'm act while I'm actually engaging in this conversation. Yeah. He won't smoke weed with the Bel Air dude, but Gary V don't really care. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. I meet you at my studio, man, and I'm not about to change my clothes and my yeah. appearance. But we about to have a deep educational conversation, and yeah. and I just got to thinking like. I battle with this all the time, man. It's like, do you really got to, if I put on a suit, mm-hmm. so instead of a, a cotton t-shirt, now this shit polyester. Yeah. What does that mean? End of the day, nothing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I hear, yeah. I see people who be arguing over like dress shoes for gym shoes uh-huh. or something like that. Like, fam, it's a shoe with a rubber bottom and a leather top. Both of them. Yeah. Like, in real life, like, what does that mean? But see, Nipsey was one of them people, too, where we could kind of learn from those convos that he was having. Not even just the fact that you don't have to code switch. You don't have to code switch if the stuff coming out of your mouth is valuable. Is valuable. This That's universal. what it is, like, cause Yeah. You, and let's be real. <laughs> you here because I possess something that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Niggas like to this is does not relate to to Nipsey at all, but yeah. like for for somebody to sell out, you got to have wor- something worth buying. Right. The only reason that I'm at a business meeting is because somebody sees something yeah. worth buying. There's a potential there. Yeah. So you're not there because of the way I dress. Yeah. You there because of what I possibly can bring to the table. Yep. And like some, we undervalue ourselves so much, and. It just got me thinking with certain things, man. There's certain things I would do around here. I have certain clients come up or new people. Yeah. I would dress a certain way. I'm like, you know what? Like, this is how I normally dress. Yeah. And for a nip, like, you'll see nip suited and booted. Uh-huh. Or you'll see him with the, yeah. like myself. I I mean, I, I, it but shouldn't it matter. But it gave, me, it, it gave me a different perspective. And depending on what industry that you are in, yeah. like, you about to go work at McDonald's, you show up with a, a, shoot, a suit and a tie. Yeah. Man, why you got a suit and a tie on? And ain't nobody in this bitch ever rocking a suit and a tie. Yeah. Interviewing with Apple, mm-hmm. that's the number one no-no. Don't show up to an interview with Apple in a suit, suit and a tie. tie yeah. That's not their culture. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like Apple, Google, Microsoft, don't do it. You know what I'm saying? So Twitter. Like, sometimes that, 
it just gave me a new perspective when I'm looking at this like, man, we sometimes we got to take a step back, realize yeah. what we're doing. There's a time and a place for everything. I'm not absolutely, trying to tell you to, to show up to all your interviews <laughs> and some dickies. Nigga, yeah. That's just not it. Don't show them niggas you really from the D. <laughs> but like, it's just so much stuff that I pick up and, and yeah. literally have conversations about or just change and your perspective on different things. You know, it's, it's something to be said, too. Like, even when you think in suit and tie and, and suited and booted. If that's the culture of the workplace you're in, that's fine. Wear your suit and tie every yeah. day. But who you are shouldn't change. Who Facts. you are doesn't have to switch on and off. They need to embrace who you are. Because if you got that job, you're clearly smart enough to do that job. You're yeah. clearly capable enough to uh, to perform whatever job responsibilities and duties are, are required of you. So it's like going in there and... and changing the tone of your voice a little bit, changing the way you talk, the dialect and all that. You don't really have to do that. It's kind of funny. At my current job, um, I literally, I might go in there in a suit one day. I might go in there the way I went in there today with a T-shirt on and the whole fucking tattoo sleeves out. Like, yeah. And it's when other people come in, like we might have a fucking CEO or a VP or somebody come into the office I don't give a fuck. I'm in what I'm in. Like, I'm not planning around you. Right. But when you come talk to me, guaranteed you're going to hear the value that I bring to this company. So because that's what it's about. If man. Jeff Bezos walking here with a tank top and yeah. some um, some boat shoes, mm -hmm. what you going to say to him? Going to tell that nigga he ain't a genius no more because he got on a tank top? Shit, nigga. Uh, rest in peace to the legend Steve Jobs. Stood up there in a fucking turtleneck and some dad jeans and some fucking New Balances for 20 years. Now, you know what he said, though? Because, hmm. uh, you know, he wore the same thing every single day. Yep. Uh, he said, your brain only got so much energy, dog. Yeah. So much processing power. Yeah. And he said, I don't want to waste none of it. Yeah. So I'm not about to sit on my bed and think for 35 minutes what, what I'm, I'm wearing today. today. <laughs> I'm open up this closet. I'm pick one of these black shirts and one yeah. of these pair of blue jeans. And it's so fucking simple. And I'm out to crib. And I thought about that shit, dog. And back and for a minute, like nigga, you know what I mean? Fucking black t-shirts I wore. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> nigga, I'm in one right now. <laughs> like, it's like, dog. Yeah. I sit there, I look at the, I look, I literally sit in the bed and look at the closet and be like, yeah. all right, what am I wearing today? It's funny too, speaking specifically to black t-shirts, I literally said to my girl probably a few weeks back, like, yo, don't take these black T-shirts that you see me in every single time you ever see me. As, as if it's the same one. As like disrespect uh -huh. and as if it's the same one. But like, don't take it as disrespect. I was like, I can dress. I really have other clothes, but I'm just comfortable in this. And when I come up on you, I'm trying to be comfortable. We go into any restaurant you want to go to. We go yeah. into any event you want to go to. And if it's not appropriate for me to wear the black tee, you know that I'm not going to wear it. But nine times out of ten, whatever we doing, I'm in some Air Maxes and a black tee everywhere. Nigga, I wore the black tee with the slacks and this dress <laughs> shit. Nigga, like, come, come out of here. Nigga, I am the king the of white, the black tee with the slacks. The white t-shirt or the white, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm going to throw the Air Maxes on with the slacks. Like, in, in, like if I don't got the... Yeah. Most times, like I'm in, I'm in a yeah. jogging suit. Yeah, I'm in some sweats. Yeah, you know, I would rather just be. So I think um, what I was really taking away from that is like, yeah. if I'm gonna be in a, a conversation with somebody, I I need to feel comfortable mm -hmm. when I'm conducting business. I need to feel comfortable. Yeah, I need to be in a relaxed energy level or yeah. state of mind. And I'm like, listen, man, I shouldn't feel a, a level of anxiety. Yeah, on how this presentation should, how my presentation yeah. should look. 
clearly you want to be clean. You yeah, know absolutely, what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. But like, but like and that's what that's what made Nip so dope to bring it back is you literally if you go in YouTube videos and interviews, nine out of ten of them you get nip in a hoodie, a t shirt, or a beater. Nine out of ten. On occasion you might get some uh Rock Nation brunch with the fucking burgundy suit and the pink coat and he over there looking like uh Sam Rothstein in casino and shit. But nine times out of ten he was kicking it in what he was comfortable with, but it never mattered, no yeah. matter who the audience was, because, again, he was giving you the value when he talked to you. And that's what we got to start doing a better job at, man, is thinking about the shit we're actually saying when we're having discussions with people and kind of going back to, to, to the conversation that's been surrounding his murder since Sunday. It's been a lot of ignorant conversations happening, and I'm not saying ignorant based on what you think, ignorant based on the shit a lot of people are saying to one another. Like, we not providing value. Niggas is just pointing, yo, you wrong, you stupid, you did. Like, fam, relax. I just want everybody to pull back and think about the shit we saying to one another because we talking about a young black man who just got killed by a young black man. Like, a violent situation happens, don't. Unless you want to aim some violence at the individual, fam, don't yeah. start, start aiming them. Like, yo, we, I don't, we going crack dog. Literally, dog put his address, and I know my nigga in Columbus. Shout out to my boy, but he put his address on fucking Facebook and told a random nigga in the comments, "Pull up." Like, come on, off a of murder, you finna murder a nigga in the argument? Like, it just, it, we gotta start thinking about the conversations that we having with one another. Cause that's that. That's that. See, that's energy. Yeah. That negative energy transformed. Uh -huh. Like energy can't be destroyed. It's mm -hmm. only transformed from one place, one to, place another. to another. Like that negative energy is kinetic that this Eric Holder guy yeah, put man. out into to the atmosphere. Yep. That shit transferred. It's being transferred all across the fucking country. Right that now, shit man. transferred, man. man. But what should be transferring is the life and the legacy that that man lived for 33 years. Literally. Or for the for the 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 was what is this 29 for the 10 years and yeah. i didn't know about the man yeah um it's kind of i mean it's unfortunate man like to to live the life that he had to live and make it out of that and get to the point that he got to you know what i'm saying but to still have that so it's a few combos that i want to have man like the whole when you get on going back to the hood conversation the whole uh, well, let's talk about it. Let, let's because Nip, besides he value home and he uh -huh, value community. Uh huh. His his he is from his parents. His father mm -hmm. exactly from Eritrea. Yep. yep. So on the continent. Yep. So he said when there was like a uh, seventeen, eighteen, his family and them took them back, and they stayed there for mm. like a month or so. Mm. And um, he said he learns, and he said that changed him. Yeah. When he was there and got a chance to connect with his real family and yeah. see the real culture and the real values. Yeah. And he said over there, the entire country was shut down at like two o'clock. Wow. Everybody would go home, eat dinner, um, and then everybody go back to work. Mm. So everything cut, shut down. He said he ain't get it at first, but. It was like it forced you to be accountable for your family. Yeah. Midday, school's closed. Yeah. Everybody went home. You sit at the table and you eat together. Yeah. And I have a discussion. Well, well literally, how is school going? Yeah. I know you're going back, but what happened earlier? Yeah. And he said that changed him and it, it made him respect 
family more and mm-hmm. their unity more and just a consensus of community. Yeah. And he like, I didn't want to go. I was yeah. 17 years old, 18 years old. Yeah. Like, I'm out here hustling, doing all that. And I didn't want to be off the block for a yeah. month. Yeah. But that specifically changed him. It made it made him see something different. Yeah. I don't I know what I'm doing in the streets. This ain't it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this not it. Let me take, let me do something else in my life. And you know what's fucked up, man? When you think about uh, a journey like that, when you're going back to your own personal motherland and and going back to where your people are from, what I think fucks with blacks in America more than anything is that the majority of us don't know where we would be going back to, bro. Literally. We don't know. Has a knowledge of self. Yeah. And we see what that looks yeah. like. Because when you get it, because it's, it's easy to say to a nigga, yo, learn about yourself, learn about your roots, learn about your culture, learn about blacks, and learn about Africans before they came to America, before the uh, continental slave trade. It's easy to say 150 that. countries in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck is mine? And it's difficult to connect when you don't know where yours is at. Like, And we just generalize Africa, right? <laughs> So if if a nigga say, "Oh, you from America? Be like America." Yeah. Well, nigga, I'm from Detroit. Fam, I'm from the D. This shit ain't like Iowa, bro. It's not like Iowa. Yeah. D- D- nigga, Detroit ain't like L.A. Mm-mm. Detroit ain't like Chicago. Yeah. Similar, extremely, but, but it ain't different. The same, dog. Nigga, the East Side ain't like the West Side. Big facts. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. like yeah. on some cultural shit. No, no, no. Shit. But it's a completely different world when you cross Woodward, dog. So like it be it be wild, and I I, I appreciate everybody who try to get to the ancestors. Three DNA uh-huh. and shit like that, but like it don't really work that way. Yeah, Be- you know what I'm saying. It's deeper than that. It's, it's deeper than that. Yeah. And what you're actually doing is getting results from people who are alive currently. Yeah, and trying to link that back. Fam, yeah, d- unless you got a body. Yeah, from 150 years ago, you can't tell me that's where I was from. The only thing that I've ever, because I, I actually salute to everybody who do the Ancestry.com and all them other joints. I personally don't really, because. This is my problem with them. It's you, you telling me to hand my DNA over to somebody who got it through the mail because I sent it back. And then they send me back whatever the fuck they want to send me back. And I believe it. I don't trust that. But look, dog, you got two parents. Uh-huh. Um, so your father. Yeah. Who has two parents. Yeah. So your father's DNA is made up of two other people. Yeah. And your mother's DNA is made up of two other people. Yep. So by default, you got four different bloodlines yeah. just in, in just in you from that immediate from right your there. immediate yep. four different bloodlines, yep. and then their parents have yep. two and two and two. So when you go back, um, literally like twenty generations, there's yeah. over one million people yeah. that you actually have in your bloodline. So yes, you can tell me where something in my blood came from, but yeah. it's a million different people there. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah. Like it's impossible for you to know where you came from. Because the whole purpose is, yeah. let me find out my culture. Yeah, I want to know what my people did or whatever, whatever. So look, my my grandma, she from Florida. Mm-hmm. So years from now, if um my family in the fifty years in the future want to trace my bloodline yeah. and want to find out what I did in my life, if you trace that shit back to Florida, they make the cultures that I where I grew up in. Yeah. I from the, I'm from Detroit. Yeah, if you want to learn, eat what I eat and do. Like it's impossible to do that. Damn yeah. It. No, it's not even damn near. It's impossible. It's impo- you can't go back to. So it's, I remember when uh when I was about eight or nine, one of my aunts, my aunt Mary, rest in peace, my girl, uh, she was in the military, and she looked up my 
grandmother. So I think it was like my great great grandmother. She went back like two yeah. or three from her, um, and found out that on my grandmother's side, we were part Blackfoot Indian mm-hmm. from Canada. Okay. And the tribe, I, I literally, I remember at that time looking in the encyclopedia, but even later in life, Googling about it, trying to figure out where exactly in Canada is our tribe from. And I found, I pinpointed where they are currently. Mm-hmm. But as I researched, to your point, where we are currently isn't where we were when my great, great, great grandmother was there. Yeah. And it was like, all right, because I remember my aunt saying, oh, our Detroit family, y'all are the closest to Canada. Y'all should go try to reconnect. And I remember my my mom and my other aunts laughing like, nigga, we don't know them people. <laughs> and uh, it was funny then. But when I tried to research it later, I literally the only thing I got that was common amongst all Blackfoot tribes was uh, their headdress. Outside of that, I was like, fam, I wouldn't have known where to begin. Man. And this is just on my grandmother's side. And think about the advantage that you have when, yeah. you, when you literally know where you're from. Yeah. When both of your parents are from here yeah. and we are this. Like his father was the first to come over to yeah, America. Yeah, yeah. So, yep. no, this not no guess. Oh, mm-hmm. nigga, this where you from. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> your whole family is yeah. still here. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, think about the advantage that you have when you literally have a knowledge of self yeah. and, you've, and you see yourself, you see value in yourself. And look how that trans, look how that translated and look how many people it end up impacting just because one person. Yeah had the knowledge itself and and not only seeing the value in yourself but also having a true understanding of what your culture is uh when you look at the races that have traditionally succeeded in america it's races who came over here first generation yo the uh jews and the chinese and the koreans and the irish and all these people that have come over and granted not all of them came over here most of them came over here poor but they came with their culture they came with their families and they came look at all we from detroit look at all the chaldeans in the city you know what i'm saying they came they came with their cultures over here and when they came over here and they started buying land and they started opening businesses and they started buying they saw the four lease sign on the building and they went over there and got that shit and they opened a liquor store or they opened a chinese food spot or a laundromat or whatever the fuck they opened they still have their cultures. They go home, yeah. look at the Muslims. Muslims, yo, sundown, it's time to pray. Yeah. And they there, and they staunch in their culture. Most of us don't know what the fuck our cultures did. We don't know where to start. So it's so fucking difficult to, to have that awakening that Nipsey had when he was yeah. a teenager. Because he went over there and he learned about himself and came back and said, I can now apply this. We don't know where to start with learning about ourselves. And even when we get started, nigga, we don't land nowhere. It's all loose. I learned one part about my mom's mom's side of the family. I don't know shit about my mom's dad. My mom's dad died before she was born. I don't know shit about his people, where he from, where they, I don't know nothing. So I can't even get started on that side. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, all right, so y'all left me with some tribe up in fucking northern Canada, Saskatchewan, or some yeah. shit, wherever the fuck. Uh, that's all I got. How am I have knowledge of self? And you just, can't, man. Just think about like you, we use a nip as the example, mm-hmm. and see that the light that he shined on the world, literally the light he shined on the world, having a little bit of knowledge of self. Think about if all of us had that, man. Think man. about the impact. Literally, that, hey. that this is the impact of one person. Hey. 
this is one person, yeah. one family, because him and his brother. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can't. Black Sam can't be understated. Oh, in all, not at all. all these in all not these moves. It's, it's a team. It's a team yeah. effort. And shit, his father, man. Facts. Like that that relationship that they have with their dad is kind of funny because you would so be led sick. to believe. Man, I'm so sick, man. Because last week I'm listening to the interview when he was on um, Big Boy in the morning. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they was he was talking about him going back and everything, yeah. and like, talking about his father, and um, <coughs> excuse me. And it was like, do your people over there like um, do they know like yeah. who you are, and like do they get do they get that you like a star or celebrity over here? Yeah. He was like, well, my my father do. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They was like, well, what did your dad want you to do? He was like, he just wanted me. To be successful, yeah. And like whenever you was gonna do, he was gonna support it, whatever. But he was like, his family over there are are, are just starting, yeah, to understand, like, like I'm a celebrity the gravity over of here. That shit. Like, yeah. but most of them and their aunts and uncles, like, they don't care, yeah, like that. It's just so fucked up because that was a week ago, yeah. That and was a week here. ago, man. Now we here. It's um, <sighs> they would have you to believe, and, and when I say they. I'm definitely talking about the proverbial they. Um, they would have you to believe somebody who's from where Nip is from, who did the things Nip did, him and his brother Black Sam did growing up, that his dad wasn't even around. They would have you think that. His dad literally changed his life. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's it it goes to the point that's kind of what fucked me up, man. Like Nip had kids, man. You talking about imagine yeah, the one of them was there. Yeah, it, literally. That's so imagine not even the 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 scar of seeing your father get killed, but prior to that, imagine what those children are losing without that man. Because we just said what that one man was able to do when he had his awakening and then came back and tried to teach others. Now he can't teach his kids the shit that he learned about their background. You know what I'm saying? Like man, what's crazy? Uh, like, uh, Cause he walked with his actions, you know uh -huh, what I'm saying? Uh -huh. And uh, how he treated Lauren, mm -hmm. how he, how they talked to each other, how, yeah. how he gave her respect, no matter what. Yeah, treated her like a gentleman. I mean, yeah. he he, he, yeah, acted he acted like, like a, a gentleman, gentleman with her. Yeah, and um, she seemed so happy with that man. Yeah, and the way he 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 handled his children. Yeah. Um, last week Thursday, they posted up the uh, GQ. Oh, that <laughs> uh, video with them. Yeah. And, Doing uh, a uh, little game show. Like and 30 shit. questions yeah, or whatever. Yeah. He got like 24 out of 30 yeah. correct. But they was just explaining like, uh, she was like, what do you think my best quality, what do I think your best quality is? She was like, my spirit. Yeah. And that's what we sitting here talking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and But that's the thing that you leave out in the world, man. When you think about that energy again, it all go back to your energy, dog. Like, what are you leaving people with when you walk away from them? What are you leaving people with? You know what I'm saying? When I, It's funny. Like, you think, obviously, it's kind of morbid. But if you think about, yo, if I died right now. Like, when somebody passed, dog, yeah. uh, like, it's impossible not to, to think about your own mortality. Uh-huh. Facts. You should think about your own mortality. Because I feel like having those thoughts internally can at least motivate you to do better right now while mm. you're alive. Like, all right, I am here in my earthly body. Let me get my shit together. Let me start being more impactful, whether it's in your community, whether it's internally, like shit, I know me, I got a lot of shit that I want to work on that has nothing to do with anybody else, but it's going to be from my spirit. 
Because I know that eventually, if I have that shit together, that's going to be the energy that I'm putting out there, man. Like, that's when I started doing that spread love shit, it was like, yo, I, I made a post a couple weeks ago about what I was going through for the last couple of years and what kind of took me. Because I would have niggas hitting me like, yo, go back to doing that funny shit. Like, yo, go back to doing that silly shit, nigga. And I'm like, yo, I'm still, any nigga kicking with me, no, I'm still a clown ass nigga. I'm fun as hell. We going to joke all that. I'm going to roast you. But, dog, my energy was so fucked up back then, dog. I went through two of the roughest years in my 34 ever, nigga. And it's like when you go through and you deal with that depression and you go through and you deal with that that uh, that sort of mental instability. Yeah. And then you make it out of that. But humor comes from a dark place. Humor comes from a very dark place. I tell niggas all the time. I heard Tracy, uh, Tracy Morgan say, I mean, I've heard several comedians say this shit. Robin Williams, Jim Carrey, uh, Chris Rock. But I heard Tracy Morgan say in an interview with Angie Martinez a long time ago, like 07, 08, he was like, yo, like, y'all laugh at this shit. But he's like, you don't know where that came from. Like, that was really a bad place for me. And he's like, for me to hear you laugh at that, it's therapeutic, but it's also a reminder that I went through that. Yeah. And that that And it's funny because I told somebody this recently, like, Nigga, I used to be clowning on it. Go through my gram. Go back three, four years. Nigga, you will see I had a joke every five minutes. Nigga, I was roasting. But it was like, dog, I was so unhappy. And not that I'm any different now, but it's just now I'm happy. Now I'm feeling yeah. like my energy is better. And that's the shit I want to give out to people. I don't want to argue. I don't want to fuss and fight. That's what's been disappointing me in the conversations surrounding Nipsey's uh, murder is y'all niggas is fighting and fussing and arguing. And we got such an opportunity right here. To do something, whether it's something personally, whether it's something community, we got an opportunity to be better than what we have been. And we wasting it because niggas is online arguing about fucking, is it a conspiracy theory from the government or is it a hater that killed them? And what's the, is it gang violence or is black on black violence a myth? Is like, either one of them going to bring Nipsey back? Fam. Because the whole time we done forgot about, hey man, that man got murdered though. That man, children don't got no father. Look at my though. car. Look at my girl. Look like the store. Mm. Look at my life. Came up, nigga. We came so far. You see us. Hey, you see us, nigga. Hey. Look at my car. Look at my girl. Look like the store. Look at my life. Came up, nigga. We came so far. You see us. Hey. You see us, nigga. Look at my wrist, look at my waist. Mm. Niggas is fake. Number one reason we'll never relate. Me, I can cake. And I don't speak for them niggas that can't. Hustle the great. Setting up shop or running in banks. Fuck it, you think? I would slow that. Fuck as you said. Niggas was playing. Me, I just went from a bucket to bins. Up in the pen. Where they predicted I'd be up in 10. Humble begins. But now I stuff so hard it don't make no sense. Flight to Japan. They pay me in cash, convert it to yen. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. Go get your friend. I fucked you already, can't fuck you again. Bitch, I'm the man. Bitch, I'm the man. And I say it again. Pay me in cash. Fly to Japan and convert it to yen. BBC stores. We shutting them down. That's just how we is. That's just how we live. Give wifey the 20s and 50s we spend. The hundreds we stack. The re up the sack and do it again. Hey, look at my car. Look at my girl, look like a star. Look at my life. 
Man, I thought the first part. I, th- I thought the first voice. He was like, "Man, I got. If it don't look like love, I got to looking like hate. Mm-hmm. Like nigga, mm-hmm. I'm doing. I'm doing. Think about how how dope that is. Like nah. nigga, I'm doing my thing so much, legitimately, that if you don't show love, you got to you gotta be, be a hating. hater. You got to be hating. And that's that's the find me a nigga part. that got some fucked up shit to say about Nip. You want nigga? This not, one nigga. I, I've never heard it. Literally, this one nigga, and he only has something fucked up to say in that moment. It just so happened to be the fucking moment that he lost his shit and, and shot the nigga, man. Because it's man. Let me talk about how fucking man. How much evil was in around that man? Oh man, because so one of the guys who was there. And, and friends of the family explain what happened, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, he said Nip didn't even like embarrass the nigga like mm-hmm. that. Like he told him, like you just got to go. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because of all these rumors and shit like that, can't rock with you. He always do shit like a gentleman. Yeah. He don't never do shit the wrong way. He don't raise his voice. You know what I'm saying? Shit, like yeah. I'm not about to get out here and like talk shit about nigga. You hoe ass nigga. Yeah. Like that's not that's not in, that's not him. like most of us. Yeah. Are used to seeing niggas do. Yeah. I'm yeah. A, it's gonna be firm. Yeah. But like it's gonna be respect. Like you got yeah. to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Don't come around here. Boom. So nigga come back and while they just out there chilling. They not yeah. looking. You sitting know what I'm saying? Cars. Sitting on the car, yep. kicking it, you know what I'm saying? And um like the first shot dropped him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like face first. Yeah. And my man started to turn around. But Nip turned over, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because he a fighter. Yeah. So my man came back, shot, shot him, again, him again, and left. But Nip kept moving. Yeah. So he came back a third time and shot, shot him, him more, again, yep. and then kicked him. Yeah, yeah. You kicked this like, why you got this much hate for this man? How you shoot? First of all, how you shoot a man in the head over the shit that you shot that man for? But then how you shot this man in the head? And then kicked him in his fucking head. Like, dog, the 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 level of inhumanity evil. and pure and evil, evil and and devilishness that has to be in somebody's soul to do all of that. I don't even want to understand it. I don't yeah. want to have an understanding of that. And then, like, see, that kick sealed it for me. Uh huh. Cause that's that's hatred. Yeah, that's a long that's pure time. unadulterated hatred. Like I, this has yeah. been brewing, yeah. brewing for a he while. He was waiting on this moment, but uh, without that kick, before that kick, my mind went immediately somewhere else. Yeah, it went immediately. Like I wasn't with the conspiracies and shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. There, right? But they were like, well, the next day he was supposed to be meeting with the police chief about to gang, discuss gang violence in L.A. Like, yep. Let's just say you go up there. You feel disrespected or whatever. You come back shooting. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with that, but I can I can find a way to understand that. Mm-hmm. The first time a man shot, but then you come back and shoot some more, and then yeah. you come back and shoot and some shoot more again, nigga. You are trying to make sure specifically yeah. that he's dead. You are literally hunting him. You I'm are like, trying why, to kill him. Why though? Like why? I can get it if it's like a a, a burst of. Fuck uh-huh. you, nigga. Boom, boom, boom. Like that quick adrenaline rush. Yeah. Like, yo, testosterone like, going crazy. It seemed like you had a task. Yeah. To You had like a specific task. But that kick at the end made it so personal. Yeah. Now, 
We ain't above, I mean, <clears throat> Fred Hampton. Hey, got him right in his sleep. Uh, because because one of his homies mm-hmm. gave him the, the went out there the, and the federal blue, informant the blueprint of his actual apartment. So mm-hmm. they got a chance to had a blueprint of the apartment. So then the police took that shit back and actually built that set yeah. and trained to so go in there and exactly murder. How to get to his room? Martin, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I'm not saying that this some sort yeah. of you know what I'm saying. But what I'm telling you before that before I saw that kick, that's where that's where my mind yeah, went yeah. to. Because like, wait a minute, yeah, like. You seem like you had to make sure, yeah, and the it's job not was done. And yeah. normally, it's like like so because I don't want to get caught. But yeah. you knew you was gonna get caught yeah. because there's cameras everywhere. Everywhere. Nip actually talked about that before this was his location. Mm-hmm. He was like, "Nigga, we stopped, we stopped banging and doing yeah. shit differently when they got the cell phone towers, when they got cameras mm-hmm. everywhere, all through this alley. Like yeah. it's very known that that whole area yeah. is surveillance. I'm waiting on." Uh, Three, four other angles to come out. Well, they're not. Whole. No, because though, because the Nips own, he owned the whole thing. Uh-huh. So all the angles that came out was from other businesses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the tech. Like they not about to put that shit out because it's in high. They got the shit. Yeah, yeah. No, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, yeah. It's I know it's there because I mean, hell, yeah. half a Nip videos from that parking lot. You, you see, see the, the cameras, cameras in the back. Like they, yeah, man. But like. No. I'm like, why did you have to make sure specifically? Yeah, that he was that dead. he was gone. Yeah. That last kick made it like, oh, this is personal. Yeah. No, Nip, this Nip was retweeting the nigga music, dog. Yeah. Like it's some like they known each other. Yeah. Like this not just a nigga from the set. No, no, no. Like they've known each other for years. Yeah. That shit crazy, dog. The shit is again, man, I don't I don't wanna know what it's like to have that level of hate for any body or anything in my heart. Like I, I never want that energy in me. Cause that's come on, man. That's the what I'm learning about the world, and and not just from this, but from so many of the sh- things that are happening across the world. The shooting in New Zealand at the mosques, uh, this shooting, killing Nipsey, dog. The value of life is at an all time low worldwide. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck about a human life anymore. Nobody like to kick that man in the state that he was already in. You're literally like it's it's vitriol in you. I mean that I can't understand. I can't I mean, refer to it like the Izzy dead kick. Mm-hmm. Like why you? Because you got to check Man. every time you went back. Man. He kept moving. Why is it? Why is it? Why is it so important that, that he you be kill dead? him? Yeah. But um, like I, I I still don't know. I'll I'll never I'll never be able to put myself in the shoes of somebody who thinks that that evil evilly i don't i don't know what the word but to that level of of inhumaneness like i can't put myself in that place what you think about uh nip last tweet eerie eerie as fuck because that would have been after yeah the conversation um eerie as fuck i and do you got to pull it up or screenshot because uh, I had a screenshot. I deleted. It's a blessing to have, to have strong, strong enemies. Yeah, to have um, strong enemies is a blessing. is a blessing. Yep. Um, it's eerie. What do you think, do you think about that statement? In I itself? think that statement is true. Yeah. And and what I think about that statement is the stronger your enemies, the stronger you become. Um, you know what I'm saying? You can you can literally you don't have to look at enemies so literal. You can look at enemies as obstacles. You know what I'm saying? And the stronger those obstacles are, 
the stronger you become. But what made that tweet eerie was what followed it. You know what I'm saying? Less like, than an hour later. Literally. Like, that. that's what made it eerie. That's what made it morbid. That's what made it scary is that you were just talking about the... And Nipsey's not a nigga... Again, we just were saying... uh how much we can't find anybody who has something bad to say about them. But the fucked up part is that you can have somebody who you don't know a motherfucker with a bad word to say about them, but you know that person exists. Man, it's wild, man. It's really wild. Uh, What I think, when I take from that quote, uh, I want to attribute this quote I'm about to say to Malcolm X, but he could have possibly never said this shit. You know how how it means, B. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But like, show me a man with no detractors. Mm. I'll show you a man that likely has no success. Mm. It's you. You won't have a hater if you're not successful. Big facts. And in order for me to have uh, an enemy or a, a strong enemy, the reason I will see that as a blessing is yeah. because there's a yin and yang. So in order for me to have a strong enemy, I got to have a strong message, a strong platform, something big enough to yeah. attract an enemy that big or whatever. So I must be on to something. And knowing that tomorrow I'm meeting with the chief of police in Rock Nation yep. to talk about gun violence or whatever. And um, it's just interesting to me that my man was recently released from prison. Yeah. Well, he was released and released from the police. Yeah. This was, this was my conspiracy shit kicked in. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I already knew you was in your bag. I was like, well, wait a minute now. <laughs> you mean to tell me a man that has allegedly already been working with the police was released by the police and made sure that he killed a man the day before he was supposed to meet with the police. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's interesting. Interesting. That's, it's, that's just interesting to me. Yeah, I don't, it just, I'm like, wow. Ain't, ain't no, ain't nothing to pinpoint. Ain't nothing to lay down on, but, but it is interesting. P- police released um, you and you killed a man before he was going to meet with, the, with police. the police. And I mean, again, we know about LAPD. More than any police department in the country, we know about LAPD, nigga. And I ain't never lived in LA a day in my life. Never will. And get the facts. Um, but I know them niggas out there is on a whole different level of corrupt. Mm-hmm. So, um, but no, nah, man, I, I I hate that. So here's something else I, I wanted us to jump into. I'll screenshot this. My man posted it earlier. And uh, <clears throat> so he said, and it's it's a retweet of somebody else's post, but it says, it's like, it ain't no hope for us. The police want us dead. Our baby mamas don't like us. The teachers won't teach us. Feds want to indict us. The judge don't believe us. Old folks don't trust us. The church don't want us. And our daddies don't love us. Hashtag the black man. <laughs> now I don't agree with everything there. I, I understand it, but I know exactly where that came from. To even to piggyback on that one, yeah. they say the, the 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 man, the black man's job is to protect the black woman, mm-hmm. whose job Who protects is the, the black, black man. man. Um, I, my man posted something similar to that too. I ain't gonna read it because it was a bit lengthy, but uh, my dog Zoe had a post, yeah, on that mm-hmm. that right there, and I I commented exactly up here yesterday. Yeah, I seen that. I seen that. Uh, I commented on his post. And my exact response was to answer your question, because everybody in the comments was kind of fiddling around with the real answer. Nobody protects the black man. 
we black men supposed to should protect, protect ourselves. ourselves. We should govern ourselves. We should have one another's back, but we don't. And it's me and Jay get up here every fucking week on this podcast. Sometimes we joking in the tone. Sometimes we dead serious in the tone. But the message is the same every week. Black men are unprotected. Black men need a. Well, I guess the I guess we need to we we need to really do what we, we talked do. about. Uh huh. And that's because we need to protect ourselves. If this ain't uh uh. If this isn't confirmation that what we discussed needs to be executed. Because by default, by us mm-hmm. protecting us, we protect the black woman. Yeah. And by that, and by protecting the black woman, you protect the black family. Yep. But, but there got to be, it's on some Sparta shit. Like on yeah. some, some like the men went out there and fought. Nigga. On three, The men went out yep. there and fought. The women could fight too. Yep. Cause we seen that in part two. Yep, <laughs> literally. <laughs> they could fight literally. too, but we don't need y'all. We to don't do. need y'all to do that. We, we don't need even to want take you care. on them lines. We need to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We need to be. We need to be bonded like that. Hey. We don't need to be literally killing ourselves. Hey. I don't understand gang culture. Never. And so it's funny. Um, well, not funny. And this don't necessarily. This death, I don't believe is. Is even though they were both in a game, yeah, the same, same game. I don't think this is gang culture. Yeah, no, this is a personal. This matter. is a personal matter. Um, I remember being a little kid on Six Mile and Myers, little uh, projects right behind the food land, and uh, the folks was all over, all through that area. Folk nigga. up, folk down. Folk up, folk down, nigga. And I was young, nigga. I'm talking like six, seven years old, bro. Yeah. I remember when it hit. I, I know what yeah. it, I, I know what started this shit. Niggas literally. I wasn't no folk. Niggas ain't jumped me in. Didn't do none of that shit. But niggas told me, "Hey, little ant, go tag this building with the fucking pitchfork." And they hand me the fucking spray paint, and I walk my ass over there, and I spray painted that pitchfork. Hey, ant, set this little hallway. Them niggas literally made me set a hallway on fire on fire in another apartment building because somebody lived over there that they had an issue with. I did exactly what the niggas talked about. Luckily, luckily, because I ain't no motherfucking arsonist, the fire wouldn't catch on the carpet. It was something in the fucking carpet that would not catch. All I know is I tried Fake to do- Fake ass carpet. Nigga. But, <laughs> facts. But, uh, but no, what fucked me up, I remember being a kid and saying, I don't get this. I'm doing it for survival. I ain't even in this shit, and I'm doing this shit for survival. So imagine the mindset of the people who are in that, who live that day to day. Because I used to deal with it for an hour or two when I came home, so I ain't get my ass beat. But nigga, when you 24-7, 365 in this gang, turning your back, looking, hey, who the fuck is that nigga coming up? Dog, I can't fucking understand that life, bro. Like after, I don't want that. After a while. Yeah. And we seen the seen what it is and what it does. Uh-huh. Like at this point, y'all just being stubborn. <sighs> I know you can tell me, hey, I don't understand because yeah, it's not yeah. my neighborhood and everything yep. like that. I get it. But there's nothing about me walking outside. I I I put it like this. Y'all niggas act like stray dogs. Mm. I don't understand while me walking to my car, there'll be a dog down the street will look at me and say, Hey, I'm about to go bite this nigga yeah, and, and, and no run to me and tag. Why in the fuck yeah. would you have a problem with somebody that you don't fucking know? So, because you 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 live in this particular neighborhood. Oh yeah, our we got history. Our these two neighborhoods been beefing forever. So yeah. when I see you, it's on. Like at some point, niggas got to stop. Like, all right, nigga, this don't make no fucking sense. Literally none. We we both arguing over the same piece yeah. of property that don't that none of us own, own bro. White 
black people living in a white neighborhood because that's what it is. Yeah. These are not black neighborhoods that we live in. Mm-hmm. These are white owned neighborhood. Black people living in a white owned neighborhood, mm-hmm. and you claiming that shit as your hood. The fucked up part is um. So when the when the shooting happened and people got to you know discussing it online, and I was seeing the conversation of conspiracy versus it's just just a hater and and people. A lot of the people on the conspiracy side were saying we wouldn't do this. Everybody love Nip. Everybody love Nip. So that's and here's a convo I had online. I said, bro, I'm from I'm from the era of yo, you got that color on, bow, nigga, you did, and it wasn't no words. We from that era, Jay. Like we from the oh shit, what hood you from, nigga? You from the east side, west side, nigga? The east coast, west coast beef between Pac and Big. Turn the east side and west side of Detroit into a motherfucking war zone for a minute, nigga. Like, we're from the era of there being absolutely no reason, no rationale behind senseless murders, senseless beatings, all of that there's shit. A, there's a there's a there's a reason. They and none of this shit is by chance. Yeah. This shit is by choice and this shit is by design. Just as I said that um the energy is never lost, it's just transferred. Yeah. So all this game banging shit was definitely clearly niggas been banging for a long for time. For a long ass time. But when I made that shit look cool, mm-hmm. when I when I dropped colors, yeah. When I dropped Boys in the Hood, when I dropped New Jersey Drive, yeah. when I dropped uh when I dropped every gangster yeah. movie from nineteen ninety one through nineteen ninety five, when I concentrate all this shit in a four year period, yeah, and then the energy from that movie, I give you in a soundtrack, and then you take that shit home and you listen to that shit, and we gonna disseminate this energy yeah. across the fucking country, all the hoods, all the ghettos, because all the movies that came yeah. out horrible in the box office. Mm-hmm. I don't even understand how they were getting put out because yeah. they wasn't making nobody no money, yeah. but they got put out for a reason. These big Paramount Pictures yeah. put out these these low these movies yep. that only we went and saw. Four five million to make, made three million at the box. You know what I'm saying? Made, like, yeah, opening weekend. It was a was very, terrible. very specific reason, and uh-huh. you took that same energy home and that and that soundtrack, and you lived that shit. Yeah. Like I remember when there was no gangs in Detroit, mm-hmm. no folks, and then now we got red and blue. All of a sudden, like nigga, what? I remember, nigga. I remember one of the first times I was in a. Well, I wasn't in school. We was walking to school, and I was South Central. Up, I was walking up out of drive, and a nigga told me to turn my fucking hat to the front. Facts. Old ass nigga standing on fucking seven mile out of drive, dog. And that nigga told me, nigga, turn that hat toward the front, nigga. <laughs> I did fact, exactly that. Matter of fact, <laughs> niggas didn't even used to wear their hat to the front. Yo, yo, shit was to the left, you or to, to the, the left right, or to the right. And, but then, I mean, you was picking a side. Hey. Yo, you want to know something ironic about this moment, nigga? And this is real facts. It's all true. The hat that I had on that that nigga told me to turn to the front was my McDowell Elementary Conflict Resolution hat. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, nigga, that nigga said turn it to the front. I listened. Look, then niggas start, you know how niggas wear their hats like halfway off the Uh head and shit? Like uh niggas started doing, I don't care what you niggas say, niggas started doing that shit as an excuse to rock your head to the right or the left and look like you just sat it on your fucking head. Like Like then that became a style. Like, oh, no, it's just up there. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, 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 nigga. 
Then it made niggas rock mm-hmm. your shit to the front. You either had your shit to the back, yeah. to the left, Nigga, or to the right, whatever. I remember niggas was rolling up their left and their right pant leg. I remember niggas had their fucking bandana banging out their left or right pocket. And it was like, fam, where does this come from in Detroit? I lived in a, I, I lived in a, uh, in a, in a, a, a blue neighborhood. Because uh-huh. you can't really call them Crips. Yeah. But folk up or whatever, you know what i'm saying I, w- I lived in a, uh, in a in a blue neighborhood mm-hmm. but i still had friends that was vice lords yep. or what, you know what i'm yep. saying or whatever but like nigga this shit just popped up in the seventh grade man because sixth grade it wasn't there but yeah. seventh grade that shit was hectic. sixth seventh grade it just popped up boom yeah. like come on man yeah man and uh, all that fucking hatred man it's just it's fucked up because um to the point of, you know, who protects the black man. Black men, and again, we say it on this podcast, but I don't think that it's understood to the level that I want it to be until shit like this happens. Yeah. We are so fucking hunted in this country, dog. Like, we are, shit, worldwide, but in this country specifically, dog, black men literally have no allies. We have no protection. Yes, I understand the black woman loves us and supports us and probably wants so much better for us than we fucking currently want for ourselves cuz a large majority of them. Yeah. And it's a and it's a and it's a growing majority of them who um I won't say give up, gave up on us yeah. cuz the to the But they to, lost faith. To the women in our age range, yeah. they still with us. Yeah. But for the younger ones that are coming up, they can't lose faith in this because they just don't they have never it. Had. And so that's the fucked up that's part. That's the niggas ain't shit. That's the, mm-hmm. the city girl yep. uh, version. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about it. Like, t- and, and so what I say to, to those women and what I say to the women in our age and the women a, a generation before them, like, and I'm going to say this to black men too, so don't, these are two separate points that I'm trying to make. Black women, this energy, because I've been seeing a lot of black women with the yell, black men, we love you, black men, we love and you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the fuck out of it. Please keep the same energy. And the reason that I'm saying please keep the same energy, because it really hurts us when something happens to you personally, and then that whole thing falls on all black men, because that ain't the energy we want for you. But we also need from you this current energy that y'all love us and y'all support us. So please keep the same energy. And same thing with the niggas. Black like, men, my God, yo. Some of y'all niggas, yo. Jesus Christ, dog. Like yo. at first, like I thought these was jokes, but yo. some of you niggas are just some of y'all niggas is fucking terrible, dog. It's horrible humans, and, dog. And 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 my thing, dog, because black men. So on the same way, I've been seeing the black women posting the black men, we love you, shit. I've been seeing a lot of black men, myself included. Yo, black men, we love you. We need to stick together. Brothers, how y'all doing? How y'all feeling? Black men, please keep the same energy, dog. Cause keep the same energy, but we need to love black women. We need, oh my God. But that's the thing. So back to the point you just made. Us loving one another and holding one another down and protecting one another, it inherently allows us to love black women and protect black women better. Protect the black family better. We not doing that shit when we, nigga, ain't no black family when I just killed this nigga and now his family don't got him. I'm not protecting them after I killed him. I'm not loving them after I killed him. I just scarred his whole fucking two generations of children and his wife in one stupid ass move because I couldn't protect my brother. So that's what I'm saying. Black men, 
dog, do better with fucking loving your brother. Do better with conflict resolution. Do better with talking to your brother, man. Like this tone that 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 we have now, this energy that we have now, where we want to protect each other and be there for each other, and we saying like, yo, who the fuck protects us? And we feeling hopeless. We need this hopelessness right now because this is an opportunity for us to gather around one another and say, yo, we can't keep doing shit like this, man. And then we got to pick up the baton for the shit that Nipsey was trying to do. My God. Here, my God, locally, right in every city and every town of every dude listening to this podcast, he pushed ownership. Yep, community development. Buy back the block. Literally, buy back your block. Yep. Now on Shop Talk, we was having a conversation last week, um, but I say here too is that you know the city of Detroit is going through revitalization, right? Facts. So all the con, all the conversation is, man, they only helping out downtown. They only helping out. Um, Midtown, they're not putting mm-hmm. no money into the neighborhoods. Well, good fucking job. Yeah. That means the neighborhoods are still available for yeah. you to buy. You better be fucking and lucky. Still affordable for you. You to better buy. be lucky they haven't focused on the neighborhoods before yet. Because guess what? Your ass wouldn't have a fucking house right now. They coming. So they coming. Community development. Mm-hmm. Buy back your fucking block. Yep. Buy that house that's down the street that's burnt down or yep. that's really fucked up because you can get that bitch for a couple a thousand. For the low low. And even if y'all tear that motherfucker down, now you got a feel for the kids to play in. You own the land, my nigga. Now they don't got to play in the street. Yep. Community development. Man. Buy back your block. Hire people in your neighborhood. Yeah. Man, one of the things that touched me as soon as this shit happened, dog, one of these things that made me look at Nip different. Yeah. Uh, a year or so ago when it dropped, uh, y'all can go to YouTube. I pulled it on my my, um, IG. But uh, it's called Nips, you know, the Midas Touch. Yep. And it's about Slauson Bruce. And uh, he's hmm. a guy who, who who cleans up around the neighborhood and shit, around the, the little complex. And he like, man, yeah. I've been out here for for 13 years. You know, That video uh, broke me down, too, um, nigga. Nip, he gave me a neighborhood, neighborhood Nip. They call him neighborhood Nip for a reason, yeah. by the way. But he said he gave me a job, man. They've been looking out for me. So Nip pulled up on him, you know. Doing that little green, like, man, hop in and hop in with me. Yeah. And what took him, got him a haircut, got him a shave, took him to the jewelry store, um, took him to time for, put him in a suit, mm-hmm. took him, got a manicure, got a pedicure, mm-hmm. went and got some lobster, took him to the <laughs> to the gentleman's club. You know what I'm saying? Just showing love to regular people inside of your community, man. Yeah. And I literally, um, I used to follow this guy from Atlanta. Um and he uh he had got like a little ve- a little van and he went around picking up homeless people and just giving them haircuts mm-hmm. and um doing like before and after and just seeing how much um a haircut yeah could literally change somebody or whatever yeah. and I was like man I always wanted to do something um like that and then I saw that Nip video where yeah. he essentially did the same thing but made it very I mean it was very personal yeah. or whatever I'm like man and like I know so many different people were like. Well, like barbershops or whatever, and it's a lot of men around the city who just need a little bit of just a little motivation, man. Little, mo- you know, you you some some to make them be, feel good. Do dog. you know the internal feeling when you get a fresh cut that yeah. you probably haven't had in years? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like that's something that I, I reached out to different people. It's something that that I took from from Nip that I want to do and yeah. I want to see come to fruition. You know what I'm saying in the city. Um. Real quick, because you saying that there's a guy I follow on Instagram and he's um he travels to to do exactly what we were just talking about. His name is on the gram, uh, the streets barber. 
Okay. And I can't tell what race he is. Um, so I want to be wrong. I know he's not black, but he literally he just walks through New York. He walked through Australia, wherever the fuck he at. And he just giving out haircuts right there on the fucking street. Nigga, he got all his wireless joints and he's setting you up. And the first video I ever saw of him doing that, he cuts his homeless guys here in Times Square. And he did the before after. The smile on my man's face really? after. Like, I swear, I remember this moment. I never lie on this podcast. Dog, I was in my car crying hard as fuck. Because it was like, dog, that's genuine, nigga. You ain't did nothing for that man but give him a haircut. And his whole day changed, dog. His mood changed. Like, shit like that. The Streets Barber, man. Go follow him. It's a feel-good page. Dude is out here just showing love, man. And uh, um, I remember doing some volunteer work in Atlanta. And uh, on Thanksgiving, one of the groups I was working with, we did a chili cook-off. Yeah. And it was at a homeless shelter. Uh, and the om- the owner of the shelter, he makes a chili. His wife makes a separate chili. Everybody kind of brings their own style of chili. But then what made it dope wasn't just that we fed them. This was something we did on Black Friday. Uh, it wasn't just that we fed all these homeless people because Atlanta has a really large homeless population, but it was an entire market of stuff. So we had haircut stations. We had manicure and pedicure station. We had a sock station where homeless people could come and get some free dry socks because mm-hmm. one homeless man, I remember he told me this a long time ago before this event and always kept it in mind. He said he used to be in the military. He was like, first thing they ever tell you in the bush, keep your feet dry. He was like, since I've been homeless, that's the one thing I try to do is maintain some good feet because you on your feet all day every day so we had this event set up homeless dudes getting pedicures looking like their whole life was changed or like they have a care in the world it's just take care of your people man Man, let me tell you let me tell you uh i I read on my way here man uh um about how good of a person nick was nip was yeah um i guess they was uh calling in different radio stations of course everybody expressing stuff right so this lady got online was like look i've been trying to get through all day but I couldn't. So I want to tell you about um, my, my husband. He's an uh, electrician who's been fixing the lights around the Crenshaw district. Mm. And he said um, every time he's out there, one of the store owners would come out, um, talk to him, ask him how you doing, bring him out water, bring him out treats or whatever, donuts, whenever, you know, he'll see him, he'll do that constantly. Yeah. And um, he said even try to give him free merchandise and stuff like that and just was very respectful and everything to him. So, the uh the husband said I mean the wife said my husband called me mm-hmm. called me crying and she's like what's going on I was like well you you know that that the guy I keep telling you about yeah. who just a, it's a really nice guy who take care of us like I just seen his face on the news like I did I had no idea like that that was Nipsey yeah. Hustle you know what I'm yeah. saying like you just never know how uh, uh he like this is the he like my I can tell that people weren't white I mean we weren't black yeah he's like my husband is just he's an older man he's yeah. just, he's an electrician like no one has ever been this nice to him or showed yeah. him that much love and respect for no reason yeah for no reason but you just in the community fixing lights y'all y'all need something to drink I'm gonna mm-hmm. bring y'all some water bring y'all some donuts bring y'all some like y'all good y'all need yeah. anything here man take some clothes take whatever you know what I'm saying yeah and like you never realize them little tiny things that you do, yeah. How it impacts you, yeah. And like, you got this grown man call this call his wife crying, like man, yeah. The face that they've been seeing on, like that's him, yeah. That's the the disappointing part in all this, man, is that we lost a good human being, um, and and somebody who was 
it was deeper than just like, yo, I'm about community. It's like, no, I'm a good person. And other people have recognized my goodness. And it wasn't like, granted, obviously, when you when you pass, people are going to, you know, discuss their experience with you and, and how you interacted with them. But we ain't never hear bad shit about Nip when he was alive. Like, you and always like, heard good shit about him. Like, he a thorough dude. And he, he'll keep it real with you. And he's like, listen, I'm a flawed person. Uh-huh. So, you know, they talk about the, the victory slap uh-huh. where he slapped old dude. Slap blood out boy mouth. But he yeah. talked about that last week. Yeah. He was like, listen, man, like, I wish I could do that over. Yeah. Like, I that, I wish that didn't happen. Yeah. And he's like, and after all that, I mean, like, well, I get it. You know what I'm saying? It's funny. And the jokes, whatever. Like, no, we talked on the phone yeah. for like hours. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? I apologize for that. Like, I tried, like, I, I didn't, I didn't want that yeah. to happen. It was a, you know what I'm saying? Misunderstanding, um, acts of aggression, whatever. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm flawed. I'm human. Like, yeah. so I'm not trying to stand on that, like, as if that's like something to get stripes off of. Like, yeah. I wish that didn't happen. And I talked to the man and we okay now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a, like it take a lot. It take a whole lot. And first of all, show me a man without regret. You ain't showing me a man, nigga. That's a fact. Um, but to to go back and try to rectify something you know. First of all, you admitted your wrongness. You admitted the mistake you made. But then to go back and try to fix that, in in the only way that you can. All yeah. you could do is apologize. You can't unsmack a nigga. Yeah. But you can apologize. You can man up and say that was wrong of me. My bad. Um. And then to continue that discussion, like mm-hmm. it wasn't just. It don't take a couple hours to say I'm sorry, but to actually talk to this man and get to know about him and, and just had that. Act was you know him and academics yeah. had a different war. Act was explaining that they had a three hour conversation. Yeah. After that, you know yeah. what I'm saying, and it came to the realization like, listen, man. And he was pretty much like, look, man, you got a platform mm-hmm. and I want you to know that people from our neighborhoods need to see a certain thing on that platform. Yeah. So my anger and, and, and hostility towards you or me leaving wasn't because I'm trying to disrespect you yeah. or whatever. I don't I don't like some of the shit you do clearly. Mm-hmm. But like you got a responsibility yeah. to the people on your platform, just like I got a responsibility like this shit is bigger than me. I got to. Re- it's like, dog. It's the the, the the behind the scenes conversations yeah. that you don't hear yeah. that really and, show the measure of a man. But you know what? In this era that we live in where you hear everything and you know everything, we shouldn't be hearing the behind the scenes conversations because how you respond once you walk out of that behind the scenes, that's what you really took yeah. from that. Because I ain't hear him tell you that, but I saw you change. I saw you become better. I saw you think a little bit more effectively yeah. um, and and pay attention to the impact that you have. Because when you think about having a platform, me and you have a platform. Me, You and Dame have a platform. Anybody who comes up here to record, they have this platform and it is their responsibility for whatever comes of it. Yeah. Um, but just think, because this whole situation got me thinking down to like the music we listening to and the, and the shit that we are literally Cause okay, I'm old enough to know like you music will not influence me to go left or right. You know what I'm saying? But it definitely won't influence me to do anything it will, bad. It, it won't it like, won't make me do anything, but it can change your mood. It definitely can. It I don't can, know if you uh <laughs> you know, Steph Curry got a show uh-huh. uh like five minutes from home yep. or whatever when he was talking he was on there with Nip. Yeah. Um yep. and they were talking about just growing up in some of the the music that we listen to, mm-hmm. and and being an adult now and recognizing like how bad that music treated women. Yeah, 
that was a conversation that they had. Like we gotta admit that yeah. we did we we grew up on some some bad morals and values listening yeah. to some of this music. And it's like a, a responsibility for me to kind of like change that, to mm-hmm. be a better father. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know if you saw the uh, man, that shit got me emotional like a motherfucker. The video where somebody caught on tape randomly when KD told Steph what happened. Yep. Yeah, and I it was like I yeah. seen that shortly after rewatching yeah the nip and um Steph video man, and then you can mm. kind of show you kind of put that together and yeah like he was visibly shaking up and then I can even tell when uh KD told him about the head shot mm-hmm. you know he was just that's tough man and it's you know we we talking about KD just two weeks ago. Somebody he really close to said it was like an adopted brother. Cliff Dixon got killed in Atlanta going to his, his birthday, birthday party. party. Like, again, the level of evil that we talking about. How you walk up on somebody walking into their birthday party alone. I ain't got nobody with me because I don't think I got no enemies. I don't think nobody has this much hatred for me. And then you walk up on that man and shoot him in the head in cold blood. You bro. know what's so crazy? How many f- dog. <laughs> think about this, dog. It's so many people. Mm-hmm. That know you, mm-hmm. that you don't know them, mm-hmm. and it's scary. Every time you go out, yeah, to the movies, uh, to the this, to that, like somebody sees you, yeah, that knows and who you are. They see you and you don't even know they looking. Facts. Mm-hmm. Some I was out at Somerset yesterday, yeah, and when I got back to the, somebody texted like, or well, somebody sent me a message on Instagram like, yeah. was you just at Somerset? Wow. I'm like, yeah, nah, it wasn't like no, yeah, no, no fuck this, like, hey, man, yeah. I listen to the show every week, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't notice it was you until I seen you limping, because <laughs> we've been talking about me limping on the show, you know what I'm saying? But, it's that, I mean, that's love, but, like, literally yeah. every time yeah. that you were out somewhere, somebody noticed you who you yeah. are, and that's a, it's a level of anxiety that can yeah. go with that, and just think about that magnified when you got two, four, five million people on yeah. five, the whole entire world watching your yeah. actions, man, you got a that's a lot of pressure to live up to, and and to do it effortless, effortlessly, effortlessly yeah. and flawlessly, and set yeah. that example. I got nothing but love and respect for Nip, man. Oh yeah, man. Uh, Nip again, dog. He he kind of laid a very very solid blueprint for how to do a few things how to how to be a father how to be a husband how to treat your lady how to teach your children how to teach a community how to give back because a lot of people think oh shit i went down and volunteered one time i gave back no fam it's not only more ways you could do that and a little more consistently you could do that but it's ways to really impact like he was giving people jobs from that community who wasn't getting a job nowhere else dog like he was the vector 90 so listen Listen, so I said I was going to hit you with a hot Oh, tape. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was thinking about this shit, and I didn't want to be a prisoner of the moment. Yeah, yeah, But I'm starting to think about it. Uh, this could be the most impactful loss we ever had in hip-hop. Mm. Um, Like, by default, yeah. it's like Pac. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is a, this is a child of Pac. Mm-hmm. I'm from L.A. Mm-hmm. I actually got a chance to implement the things that Pac was talking about. Yeah. Pac had ideas of community yeah. centers and shit like that. And 
Pac was doing the the reverse route. Yeah. Like I was normal and then started getting more active. Started wilding. I did the other, you know what I'm saying? So Pac died at 25. I got to live through 23. So at 23 years old, when Pac was first hitting on the scene, Pac only got like a window. At 23, when we first found out who Nipsey, I had 10 years to build upon the legacy of Pac that, 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 that had. Yeah. to my knowledge, Nips ain't never had no enemies yeah. in the music industry. Mm-hmm. And the, the 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 reach that he had, the Vector 90, where I'm actually build a, a facility with like the the WeWork workspaces mm-hmm. in the community where local businesses or whatever can use these spaces for the year. And at the end of the year, they all have a little a contest and to see which one of these I'm going to give some money and Mm -hmm. see money and start up to. And then the bottom level is the science, technology, engineering, and math. STEM program. So that the kids and then the Chris Crenshaw era era can have an opportunity to be successful in Silicon Valley. Now who the fuck does shit like that from the rap game? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Who the Crenshaw, the, 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 the area that he had, that was ultimately at one point going to get, redone and um stores are gonna be there but housing and apartments on top of it um like it's just so much stuff man from musically like to my first debut album grammy nominated i'm doing work with um with meek i'm doing like thought everybody in hip-hop Everybody in music, everybody in business thought this is a giant loss, dog. Yeah. Um, the the fucked up part about it though, because I, I definitely understand where your hot take is coming from. The fucked up part about it is we don't know which way the pendulum on this loss is gonna swing, and we won't know for a little while. Like we gotta kind of watch it now. Cause the reason I say it's like one of the most Im- impactful because yeah. in either way that it swings, yeah. Is directly yeah, yeah, yeah. related. To if this, we be like, you sure. know what, we gonna take this yeah. and we gonna run now with we gonna it. Run with this shit. Boom. Or yeah. it can, nigga, look at all this potential that was there yeah. and that we actually saw, like the community center that was like about two miles away. Yeah. That was gonna be that was literally in the process of getting built. It was just so much stuff that was going down. Yeah. And like, nah, what, man? Yeah. Um, my my hope for that community and then just for hip-hop in general my hope is that this isn't in vain and a lot of people are gonna say that you know what i'm saying over the next week or two you're gonna see oh nip ain't dying in vain we're gonna keep this going we're gonna but again we won't see how this really impacts we won't see that pendulum swing for a while because if y'all telling me that y'all gonna keep nipsey's dream alive and we're gonna keep because like i know his brother gonna keep the store going in you know what i'm saying some of that shit i know yeah these programs will continue but what I want to see is who really learned from that. Because that's going to continue. But who going to build that in Philly? Yeah. Who going to build that in Chicago? Who going to start that in Atlanta? Who going to start that in Detroit? Yeah. Like, I want to see that type of impact. I don't just want to see, oh, Nick Cannon say he going to finish his Dr. Sebi documentary. That's cool. Put that out. Who going who gonna to follow up with the Vector 90? Who going to finish building That's the what I'm looking center. for. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm looking for. So I, I want to see this impact. I hope that it's handled responsibly. Because the the 
the little complex that he had, uh-huh. he wanted to take that complex and franchise the entire complex. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be a marathon store. It'd be the the barbershop. It'd yep. be that. Like I didn't. The I wanted to take store, this, all. That I want to take all of that yeah. and put that city yeah. to city. Yep. Like it's a marathon. <laughs> He had, and that's the thing, man. Again, going back to the hundred dollar Crenshaw album, dog from the rip, Nipsey's way of marketing his business acumen was bar none. Like it, it was, it was different. It was creative. It was innovative. But it was all centered around community. It was all centered around ownership. It was all centered around. Come on, man. Title just put all his mixtapes and albums on title because. He owned all his masters. His music is being straight. His up twenty seven hundred. No, it, it was three thousand this morning. Mm. Three thousand percent this morning. And I own all that. Yep. So it was conversation. Yeah. He was like, you know, a lot of people been talking about like the, you know, they not making the money off the streams and everything like yeah. that. He was like, like that's because the streaming and shit came in after y'all was already signed to like your three sixty yeah. deals and shit like that. You're like, man, I own everything. Yeah. He's like, I'm I'm he's like, I'm eating off my yeah. streams. I'm coming that Apple check look real different when you own it. Yeah. Um and and he did that. So continue streaming his music. I saw all right, let's, you know, to kind of wrap this up, man, I wanna uh I wanna address a couple motherfuckers yes. that I just ain't really it's a few different types of people out there that I'm not really feeling. Yo, the niggas online that's like, oh y'all niggas just got on Nipsey, dog. Y'all niggas is fake. That's fake luck fam. Niggas say don't be a Nipsey fan. All right, nigga. Uh, fuck it. Uh, Marvin Gaye died when I was two, so I'm never boy, gonna listen to his music. I, boy, I can't, I can't listen to Marvin Gaye. No, nigga. you can't rock now. I can't like, listen to fucking Stevie Wonder or like shut the fuck up. Probably man. the first thirty comments I read when uh when I saw the notification that his music was up three thousand percent uh in streams. First twenty comments, y'all niggas is fake. This is what happened when you don't show niggas, get niggas they flowers while they still here, fam. Or this is what happens when you know somebody owns all they shit, and every one of these streams is going directly to that family that just lost that man. Come on, dog, well, stop being fucking stupid, man. Y'all niggas is irritating, bro. And it's like, first of all, I, I always see Dipsy shit on yeah. my timeline. Facts. Only difference is right now is everybody is talking about it at the exact same, same time. time. Yeah. Fuck on it. Like, I know about Vector 90. Damn. I know about all the shit that he been doing because I follow the shit and it be on my fucking Man. timeline. Like, fuck out of here. Nigga, it, it, come on. Just a minute ago, literally before we hit record on this motherfucking podcast, me and Jay was talking about what songs we going to play throughout this shit. And I told Jay, put this song up. Jay had never heard it. That means Jay ain't a Nipsey fan because he ain't never heard this one song off a random mixtape in 2012. Like, like, no, nigga. That, like, y'all niggas are being ridiculous. And again, everybody's trying to win an argument. And just because... So listen, I'm a fan of Nipsey, right? Yeah. That don't mean I gotta like every fucking song he ever wrote. Ever. <laughs> I don't... Nigga, fuck? I'm a fan. Prince is my favorite musician of all time. I don't like every Prince song, nigga. nigga. I, I dig Michael Jackson, but in real life, there's only about 10 songs I like. <laughs> and, and that's being out of all of them bitches. It's about 10 songs I like. The rest oh, of that shit, shit I don't listen to. Hey. Like, it's about 10. Keep it a stack, nigga. But that, I mean, like, fuck it. Fuck Mike. No, nigga. No, nigga. Because <laughs> Mike up. still was great. The moonwalk was cold, nigga. Uh I, I just I hate the notion that now because this man died, it's it's just like we was talking about with Diddy a couple weeks ago and how he just randomly had a moment of mourning for Kim Porter. I mean, you niggas got some fucking nerve, dog. Dog. Y'all niggas got some fucking These niggas nerves. is bold, ain't they? This internet era different, bro. Boy, y'all got some Boy, fucking nerve. Y'all man. lucky Diddy ain't. <laughs> I ain't I'll tell you like this, nigga. man. Uh, uh 
Y'all lucky this internet shit is global. Man. Because you wouldn't dare say none of that shit to my face. Nah. It's, it's some bold people out here, I bro. wish the fuck you would. It's dog. some bold people out here, dog. But again, so we, we talk motherfuckers. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of you local ass celebrity niggas. And, uh, I don't like you in real life. You real know facts. What I'm real facts. But I just been seeing a nigga tweet some shit or well, post some shit on Instagram, steal other nigga shit and attribute it to himself. Uh-huh. Um, like it's certain things or certain conversations that you shouldn't just be having at this particular point. Yeah. Like why that's the first thing that you're thinking about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I seen somebody post. I'm. I'm. A, is anybody else mad that um, he left her a wife, a girlfriend instead of a wife? First off, shut the fuck up. Cause why are you thinking about that? Second off, <laughs> allegedly they've been married for a while for now. A minute. It ain't none of your fucking business. Whether they are or aren't, it's it's none of your fucking business. And second off, like why would you think? Why would you assume? Let's just say yeah. a person. So I'm not married. So if something happens to me right now, my mm. affair is not in order. Yeah. My business is my, yeah. my phone, everything not in order. You assume that because I'm not married, yeah. then nothing about my life is in order. No, your shit as ain't smart right, as Jay. I, like, get the your fuck out of right, here, dog. I seen a motherfucker tag Lauren London on Twitter <sighs> and say some shit like, uh, yo, now that you single. Nigga, what? Dog, come on, bro. Oh, let me get to this shit right here, dog. Oh my goodness. So I don't know if you've been seeing this shit, but mm. I've seen three different companies um sponsored ads on Instagram mm. um selling t shirts with Nipsey face on it and oh the comments saying keep your memories alive, order here. Wow. Like <laughs> niggas like, is bold. Bro. Niggas is trying to sell t shirts off the man deaf. This was Come on, on Monday, fam. <laughs> That man was nigga ain't gone ain't twelve cold, hours, yeah. and I'm, you if it ain't from the marathonclothing.com, fam. Hey, if it ain't from marathonclothing.com, or if your proceeds ain't going to marathonclothing.com, or Lauren London and Nipsey's kid, if I don't want to hear about it personally, if you connecting it to Nipsey, dog, like that's um, I pray for Lauren, man. No, nah, real shit. I I pray I I prayed real hard for Lauren London, and again, I'm not. There have been celebrity deaths that impacted me to the point that my prayer went beyond my normal. Hey, I pray to take families. Yeah, like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, but they're they've been few and far between. Uh, but this was one of them that really yo until you motherfuckers whoever because fuck that y'all niggas is pissing me off to whoever was in the fucking hospital uh, when Lauren London was trying to rush in the hospital and y'all recording her talking about that's lauren london and she crying running in the hospital trying to figure out where her husband like y'all niggas gotta stop dog it's a certain level of insensitivity that scares me about the world right now because y'all niggas are so fucking numb to just like normal shit like fam there's I, think, I shouldn't have to tell you it's inappropriate to record this woman crying and running in the hospital trying to figure out what room her husband is in I shouldn't have to tell you that's inappropriate, dog. But the fact we live in an era where niggas is doing that and then posting it and real shit, I'm going to jump on this. Yo, I know a lot of y'all motherfuckers have been sending me the shit. Please stop this. I don't want to see the video of that nigga being shot. I personally don't. I know some people that's interesting to them. God bless them. That ain't my thing, yo. But to the niggas that's recording death and rec- whoever stood there and recorded his body and took a picture with the towel over his head, like, y'all niggas got to be stopped, bro. Put your fucking phones up. It's certain shit. 
when I die, I don't want my fucking aunts and my mom and my cousins and my sisters to see the video of me dying over and over and over again. Well, it, it, if it's recorded and my family want to see it, I want them to be able to see it. Fam. Like, so, like, to, 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 to an extent, I can get why you recorded it. I don't know why you posted on your social media. That's what I'm saying. You know y'all niggas saying? is insensitive. Y'all niggas don't really have like a, uh, 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 and then like once it's been posted on social media, yeah. I don't understand why you, you copy it and then repost and then you're it. Sharing it. So and let's it, just yeah. say it's a source and it's out there to yeah. so a certain extent. This is 2019. If, if niggas don't see it, we don't believe it. Yeah. If it's out there, it's out there yep. from whatever source it is. Yep. But for you to take it down and then repost it on your personal yeah. shit, and you over and over like yeah. you know we seen this shit right Fam. it's like the meme that we keep yeah. seeing over like you didn't you, you're not the first you didn't record it you, you don't post yep. it you ain't the source of it so you don't need to put and see what it becomes at a certain point if i see a because the first posts that were coming out were hey it's reports nipsey hustle got shot along with two other men and prayers and blessings to the two other men that got shot by the way i think one of um, them was black i think one of them was was black sam yeah. yeah i hadn't heard specifics but i was hoping not but prayers and blessings to both of them uh, and if it was black sam man god bless that man because that's a tragic loss to have to deal with while you're also recovering uh but the initial uh reports were uh nipsey hustle has been shot and two other men so if I scroll past that or I double click that or I read that and then that's attached to a hashtag and that's attached to an algorithm that now puts all Nipsey Hustle related posts in my fucking timeline from one thing that I just read or liked or commented on or whatever. Now, them videos that y'all niggas is uploading, those begin to fucking. Yeah implode and explode or just go crazy over my fucking timeline. But this is how we become insensitive this, this is how it happens yeah. it happens via i mean you hate to sound like the old nigga but yeah. the video games and shit that we play yeah. the movies that we watch were like when i literally see a movie that's so yeah. graphic and see somebody get their hair ripped off or some yep. shit like that so now when i see it in real life yeah i got no i got it don't yeah. it don't have the same impact like we've been we've been desensitized yeah. To seeing murders, dog. I'm gonna tell you some. This is some of the. I I thought about this later in my life and was very upset with myself for what I did when I was younger. When Minister Society came out on tape and then later DVD. When I was a kid, I rewound the part where they were watching the tape and my man and old dog shot the Korean store owner and his brain came out the back of his head. I rewound that shit hundreds of times. I don't know why. To this day, it was you remember when we was young, we was obsessed with all them little. It's my favorite movie. Yeah, shit changed my life, dog. I watched that specific part so many times because I was, I was amazed. I was intrigued. No shit like I that never before. seen a man get. I've heard about it. Nigga get his brains blew out. Brains blew out, but I never saw it. And then it was like I ain't even watching. This, this ain't real. But yo, this fictitious faces of death, uh, all the faces videos, of death, all like, that shit. We seen so much shit. And, this, and I was like, all right, dog. And it's like now that we older. And again, I don't want to see that shit. Cause I'm personally in a space where that impacts my energy. I don't want to like, even like the Nipsey convo Sunday night, by the end of the night, I was exhausted. I, I, I had to, I had to get off the internet on Sunday night yeah. and then, uh, Monday and yesterday and today, man, yeah. it's just, man, it's just been a lot of emotion. It's, it, so what's funny on my Facebook, 
I posted. Uh, I'm so glad I, I deleted the Facebook app from my phone. Yeah. So uh, only time I see Facebook is when I get on the computer. Got you. Or if I go on the website from my phone. Yeah. And I went yesterday and looked. I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't have this shit on my yeah. phone, dog. So I, I on Facebook today, I posted. I don't want to hear the words conspiracy theorists, uh, Dr. Sebi. It was a bunch of stuff that I was like, I don't want to hear these words from y'all for a minute. Nigga, every single comment is niggas hitting me with their conspiracies and they telling me why the government is doing this and why big farmers. Shout out to Twitter because you can mute words so they yeah. won't come on your timeline. Fam, and my thing was niggas think I'm on there saying it's funny. One of my homeboys, shout out to my nigga K, uh, he just wrote on there. I saw a piece of his comment saying like, Ant, you got to stop trying to uh, block people from free thought. Fam, I'm not blocking y'all. Think whatever the fuck y'all want to think. Don't tell me. I'm telling y'all, I don't want to hear it because y'all are exhausting me, nigga. Like, this ain't me being smart. It's not a thought when you tell somebody. It's <laughs> a statement now. And Thought is in your brain. And uh, Think whatever the fuck you want to think, but when you write that shit online, it's a statement. And while we're telling y'all what's not a thought or a free thought, it's not a free thought if it's not your thought. Because a lot of y'all are regurgitating some shit you read on another nigga's page. I, dog, you know how many times I heard this shit, dog, on seeing this shit online? Um, and one, we don't know how many times Nipsey was shot, by the Big way. Big facts. Um, five shots to the body, one, one to, the, to head. the head. Military. That's military training. Fam. No. Y'all niggas, fam. <laughs> like, and now when the video came out... <sighs> and, like, the reason yeah. why a nigga was able to, to get him to the body yeah. is because you... The nigga stuck in between two cars. Point blank range between two whips. Like, fan. And that's that's what I meant. I don't, y'all niggas can have your conspiracy theories until the fucking end of time, and I will still be your friend. Jay is the biggest conspiracy theorist on earth. This is my nigga. I love my nigga. I don't care what y'all niggas feel like. I know what I think happened. I know what I think. But none of us are correct because none of us were involved. Because uh, the government ain't told me shit. And the fucking rolling 60s ain't told me shit neither. So at the end of all this, I don't know what happened or why it happened. I know Nipsey also died because he got shot by another dude who seemed like he was hating on Nipsey. But theories aside, I don't want to hear it because, I and I'm finna tell all y'all niggas, I got like mad comments and I've been seeing my phone light up. Y'all niggas finna get one fucking verse from, one bar from me, nigga. Fuck y'all niggas. Like, I'm tired of y'all. Don't impact me. Don't jump in my fucking life with all your fucking weird wild, crazy thoughts and data in your video. Because I'm looking at them conspiracies the same way I'm looking at the death videos and the same way I'm looking at the death pictures and the picture of Lauren because running in the hospital. Because like, right now, hey. only thing that you're doing is adding to the confusion. Fam. Like, so, like, I just stopped, I stopped posting. Hey. Like, I got thoughts. I got hey. I got feelings and everything. Posted the one video of uh, the Midas touch or nip. And then, uh -huh. like, I'm going to remove myself from this shit. Hey. Like, Posted some positive shit about Nip. Hey, nigga, these the his principles. Boom. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, yeah, like stop. And that's, that's you don't my... gotta you don't got to be the anti everybody. Yeah, you ain't got to be the one that breaks down why everybody else thought it's so wrong and why yeah. everybody not a fucking expert, man. Hey, and y'all again to Jay point he made a minute ago. Stop telling me that this was a military style shooting. Stop telling me that uh, the same thing that happened to Nip happened to you Left Eye. You know how many niggas I know in the military yeah, that can't know. do a, a goddamn thing? It, uh, <laughs> it's literally <laughs> niggas in the military who don't have a gun. <laughs> the fuck out of here. Their job man. is to not have a gun. Nigga, they, this is military. Nigga, you seen that tweet? <laughs> 
and now you ran. retweeted and ran. One nigga said, "Hey Dog. man, my man got a Doctor CB uh, documentary," and then everybody retweeted and ran. Fam, nigga, I literally had an argument with a girl yesterday via fucking uh, Instagram, and I'm certain she blocked me after a while. But my argument, I wasn't even arguing. I was trying to make it make sense. She was like, yo, the same thing happened to Left Eye when she was going to uh, reveal the teachings of Dr. Sebi. I said, yo, first off, first of all, everything Dr. Sebi ever fucking said is available online. First off, <laughs> Left Eye died in Honduras with Dr. Sebi. Facts. Uh, uh, she fell off a cliff. I mean, but <laughs> more importantly, more importantly than that, you can't tell me that she was killed 14 years before Dr. CB died because of the training or the teaching she was going to expose us to. But then they let the man who was teaching the teach, they let the teacher live. I learned but the girl who was going to teach the teachings died. All the information I got from Dr. CB, guess where it came from? Dr. CB. Man, <laughs> I literally just go to YouTube, go to Google, go to, I mean, it's there and it's available. And I'm not saying that y'all niggas are. And guess what? This, because this has been happening as uh, well. Now everybody shitting on Doctor Zebi. Oh my God, they that nigga wasn't even uh he ain't even cure shit. Da, 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 da. Like, Whoa, like Jesus Christ. And, and my point, and so again <laughs> to the point of Y'all yo, let's extreme. Let's <laughs> stop having all these conversations because the shit it'll go so far left that now niggas who ain't even involved in this shit, fam. This was between Nipsey and whatever that whole ass nigga name was. Y'all niggas didn't kill Left Eye again. Y'all didn't kill Dr. CB again. Y'all niggas is bringing up somebody. I seen Magic Johnson name get dropped. Like, he the real nigga with the cure for AIDS. I was like, bitch, he ain't even have AIDS. That nigga had HIV, allegedly. Yeah, he but did that's work with Dr. Conspiracy. CB, though. Uh, hey, no, nah, you already know my magic theory, nigga. You know the first nigga Dr. CB, who know who put him on? When did, uh... Like Jermaine Jackson yeah, and shit. Back in the, yeah. That I, nigga, he fixed him. Age, yeah. Um, and, and my thing, my point is, dog, like, yo, everybody calm the fuck down. You can have as much free thought as you, you want. You know who I dislike, dog? Who that? We can get into this bag. Who that? <laughs> I don't like Tariq, dog. <laughs> Tariq Elite. Yeah. I used to be a fan. I hate, I've never liked that nigga, bro. I used to be a fan, dog. I've never liked that nigga. I don't, dog. I don't, I don't, I don't like the nigga, dog. Oh, my and God. And it make me, I'm, I'm mad that you, you responsible for hitting colors. Cause yeah. It, it make me, t it. You look at everything different now. Don't like, you? I don't, yeah. you don't, you don't do information right. <sighs> dog is one of the biggest fucking hypocrites. He's, he's, he's a liar, nigga. Like, and, and he from here. And he, oh, don't you hate, that's the part I always hated about him was that he from the town, dog. But, uh. Yeah, I'm not a fan. I've never been a fan of that nigga, dog. I, I'm, I, it, I don't like it. And yo, it, Hidden dog. Color, I watched all the Hidden Colors available. I remember one day I binged them motherfuckers. I was in a fucking 90 hour just stupor in the room. Nigga, I don't even think I ate that day. Cause I'm interested in all of this. But boy, sometimes the message can get lost in the messenger, dog. Hey, man, I tell you what, dog. What's good? Cause I'm gonna bring this shit back to Nip. Um,. Blue Laces too, man. Mm. Second verse hit different. Hey, why well, I seen mad people saying that yesterday, so I went back. You know what I'm saying, and, and went on and listened, dog. And boy, nigga, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Racks in the middle. Mm. Second verse hit different, dog. Racks in the middle was. Uh, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'll try now. Hell, hold up, let the 
beat bill. See me in the street still. I've been fighting battles up a steep hill. They gave my road dog 12, it was a sweet deal. And I've been riding solo trying to rebuild. Nah. I was riding around in the V12 with the racks in the middle. Had to pray to Almighty God, they let my dog out the kennel. When you get it straight up by the mud, you can't imagine this shit. I've been pulling up in the drop tops with the baddest bitches. Young nigga been focused on my check. Mm-hmm-mm. Got a new coupe wrapped around my neck. Mm-hmm-mm. Trying to put the water on my potato. I got killers to the second verse, man. Nah. Under no condition. But you ever catch me slipping? Motorcated shooters plus the Maybach chauffeur driven. If they catch me with it, don't send me off to prison. Judge ain't sympathizing. Court don't show forgiveness. Engine in the Lambo drowning out the music. Sip Dior with the flowers, five gold Cubans. Champagne while I shop, hope I splurge foolish. Closing escrow twice this month, both commercial units. Damn, I wish my nigga fast was here. How you died 30 something after banging all them years? Grammy nominated in the sign of shedding tears. All this money, power, fame, and I can't make you reappear. But I'll wipe them though. We just embrace the only life we know. If it was me, I'd tell you, nigga, lay your life and grow. Man, dog, how you died 30 something after banging all them years? It's funny, uh, cause you know, obviously, that's probably of all the bars you could go back to right now, that's probably the most morbid and the most ironic. Um, and, and blue laces, man, that um, that car ride. Mm-hmm. And I mean, shit. Even the way he kicked the verse off, right there. Under no condition. Would you, Will you ever catch me slipping? Like and who, it's who knew that a, a nigga I'd have known majority of my life gonna be the nigga boy. But you know, to kind of to kind of start wrapping shit up, man. That's typically how it happened, though. It's typically that familiar face. It's typically that nigga you know, but you don't know is looking. You know what I'm saying? Nipsey had love from everybody, except that one nigga he didn't. You feel me? Like, hey, all, all it takes is one, man. That's it, man. Um, When he was actually on Tariq's show, yeah. he was like, shit. They were talking about the doc. So I shoot Tariq some bail for a little, for, for a hot for a second. second. Um. Because the video that's posted that that people keep talking about right now yeah. happened shortly after. Yeah. But when he was on his show in his house, sitting directly in front of him, talking about the Dr. CB documentary and yeah. like, nigga, like if something happened to me, y'all niggas better ride. Yeah. I can understand when, when something happens to him. How folks latch on to that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And literally, when you literally told that to me, yeah. you directly told that shit to me yeah. while we were talking about this situation. Yeah. So. I'm I'm not faulting people no. for that, but I, I can understand a Tariq, right? Because yeah. you you literally told me that to my face, right. sitting two feet sitting across from, from you know me. what I'm yeah. saying? But I, I what I don't want or I don't appreciate is like you being out and speaking as if it's fact. Yeah. When we don't have any facts yeah. yet. Like yeah. I can understand the emotion though. Mm-hmm. Because if if like some shit happened to one of my niggas, like yeah. I'm on it immediately. Yeah. Probably not the best thing to do, I no, honestly. Because you're moving bad. But I'ma be moving off of you moving with your heart and, and not your head. Yeah. Shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like when you start to try to um lend credence to shit that you said while you was emotional, like just back up off of the shit for a minute. Yeah. Me, like, you know what? Let me wait till some more information comes mm-hmm. out. And um 
And and so kind of to what we discussed earlier, man, it's also his responsibility yeah. to return to his platforms and say, hey, that was me speaking emotionally. That was me speaking from my heart and not my head. That was me telling you something that I cannot really say is factual. So because of that, let me re-fucking-visit this whole thing and tell you different. Let me tell yeah. you better. Let me go back and apologize for giving you some misguided advice. Let me give you, let me let me <laughs> let me act like let me what would Nipsey do? Let me uh that's what I'm uh man man man. Because you know when him and Lauren uh went through some shit a couple years ago mm-hmm. and they was acting about it, he was kept it like, "Listen, man. Yeah. Like I came front. I mean, players mess up, man. Yeah. But I had to go back and make it right. You had to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. I fucked up. Yeah. Like I don't I don't have another way to explain this shit. I'm wrong. I yeah. fucked up and I had to make it right. And and so to uh to that point, man, I think that again, in the lessons that could be learned here, because we could all learn something from this situation by thinking about the shit we've been fucking up. Yeah. Thinking about the shit that we haven't really been applying ourselves to that we know we should have. Thinking about the shit. Because a lot of us, hey, nigga, every time you see, think about how many people you see, oh, nigga, I'm working on a couple things and da da da. And then you never hear about it. You never see it. You never know. There's never anything. Because a lot of us lying to ourselves. A lot of us really ain't out here living the lives that we trying to convince niggas that we live in. And we out here acting like we living good. And it's like, yo, nigga, you could be doing more. You could be doing better, man. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to sort of look at yourself. Yeah. And figure out where you need to go back and maybe retrace your steps and maybe go do that better than you did the first time you had that opportunity. Yeah. Um, I, I think that this is a good a good space for black men and it ain't got a nigga. I don't expect a nigga in LA to reach out to me and Jay tomorrow. Like, yo, y'all niggas want to link up and let's do some black men shit. But dog, start with your circles, man. Start with your, don't just tell a nigga you love him on the internet and feel like that's enough, man. Reach out to your brothers, dog. Reach out to your homies. Check on niggas, dog. Start thinking about how you could impact the black men in your neighborhood. Uh, your little cousins, your younger brothers, your, uh, if you got a girlfriend who got a son, your sons, nigga, like it's a, it's a real good time to start reflecting on the impact that we have in on these young black men because me and Jay could do what we discussed on this podcast a few weeks ago. We could start that up tomorrow, but just like Nipsey's death, we won't see the impact of it for years to come, man, but we got to get started right now though. Um, and it's, it's, it's something to be said when you leave a legacy. It's just like us, like the movie us. When we left that movie, you thought about shit and you researched shit and you looked into shit and you went looking for the deeper meaning and you look, you went looking, trying to figure something out, man. When I could leave a situation and I want to do more, I want to learn more. I want to figure something out. I want to learn what does this mean for me? What can I take from this? That's an impact. dog. That's a legacy, bro. You know, I thought about that. Mm hmm. This was us. This was us. I thought about that shit this morning in the car. Almost had to pull over, bro. Like this was us. A tether came up. Yep. Yep. This this was the, the exact opposite yep. Of, yep. of Nipsey. This the nigga that rapped but didn't make it. This the nigga that that wanted that money you got. This the who, nigga who banged but didn't nigga, get out. Yeah. This that nigga. This was this was this is red. This is you. You looking yourself in the eye. And he had a red shirt on at the time. Yep. Facts. And he was arrested in that same in red that red shirt. shirt. Yep. I peeped that in that video. 
Nipsey literally looked himself in the eye right before he died. Uh, Cause that was him. That was him. But the fucked up part, that was us. That was me. That was you. The cultures might be a little different. We ain't bang. Me and me and Jay ain't up here claiming to be 60s, nigga. But them 33, 34-year-old men, them black men, them young entrepreneurs, them men out there trying to make it, them niggas from the inner city, that's us, bro. And we just talked for two hours about that shit last week. Having to turn that that mirror around and look yourself in the eye and figure out where you could be better or face what you've done to yourself. Face the impact that not being better is having on the world, nigga. Or oh, shit. And, and, and face the, uh, like on some us shit mm-hmm. and the classism shit. Yeah. This is what happens when, when you, you got a bunch of untethered yep. running around the streets. Hey. Gang banging and shit like that. That's the untethered. My man literally, and it's fucked up because, again, Nipsey comes from that same world. We come from the same block. We from, nigga, I'm literally you. But when you escape that and And somebody don't. And and, and, and Nip was like, no, nigga, it's some shit downstairs, yo. Uh Hey, everybody. Yeah. It's some niggas downstairs that's tethered together. But I'm about to do the right. I'm about to. I'm letting everybody know. I'm the spook that sat by the door. I'm trying to bring him up. Like, he put that in his raps. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. ever read the book or even watched the movie. I'm the the spook who sat by the door. I told. Yeah. I tried to fix this shit. Yeah. I've been trying to fix this shit. If nothing else, man, what this situation tells us, though. One person can't fix this, dog. One person can't fix what's going on. It's going to take a concerted effort from everybody. Black men, black women, rich, poor, in the middle, middle class. It's going to take a concerted effort from every single one of us, dog. Man, all the work did uh, from Nip, man, I'm pretty sure he can say he's proud of that. Oh, yeah. Um, And, and on that note, dog, we're going to leave y'all with my personal favorite Nip song, probably not a lot of y'all might have heard it, but I think the verse is so uh, representative of the work he did, the impact he had, not only on his community, not only on hip hop, but worldwide, man. Uh, you learn a lot about how a man lived in his death. And uh, Nip lived a great life. He did what he was supposed to do. He went out there and he tried to go back and rectify everything bad that he did on this earth so he could change his energy. And for that, we say salute, prayers to Nip, prayers to his family, prayers to his fans. And uh, shit, man. I'm Ant. I'm Jay. Or that's Jay. Kicked out. No punch. That just mean we working hard. Nighttime with my locs on. 600 bands with them foes on. Been through everything, but I rolled on. And I ain't never could have taken no loans. And I'm proud of that. Back to the wall, I was so stoned. Self made nigga, I was so low. Hot up in the kitchen, I was so stoned. But nigga couldn't tell me nothing, I was so rogue. I had ARs, fofos. Alpinas on low pros, brought K's with us and got phase, nigga. And I used to get good grades, nigga. Mama paid the bills but couldn't save, nigga. So we couldn't ask for no J's, nigga. See, that's the type of shit changed, nigga. Now from the street, she couldn't save, niggas. Only difference was we wasn't playing with it. Wasn't in it for the hoes or the fame, nigga. Swear to God, I couldn't buy a bag of lays, nigga. And I'd rather be a sinner than a shame, nigga. So like that.
I rationalize it in my brain, nigga. Even if I was a victim to the game, it was better than living life as a slave, nigga. Be right back. Had to turn myself into a paid nigga. I did dirt cause I was climbing out the grave, nigga. To go straight and re-examine my ways, that was the concept. And now they telling me I'm next. But please, my nigga, please, my nigga, don't take this out of context. All the nights I dealt with my stress, all the triple bunks where I slept, all the busted knuckles, all the smoking guns, and all the shit I did for my set. All my niggas is gone, they got stretched. But now your nigga is on, so don't fret. It's a marathon of success. So all my niggas that's home, we run laps. I got a flight tomorrow, I'm gonna catch. I got a presidential Rolex. I had my mind made up, got my grind game up. Now I thank the Lord, I'm so blessed. And it's nighttime, I got a low song. You never expected this. 600 bins with the foes on. The west side, the my side. Been through everything, oh, but I rolled on. That's right. And I ain't never quit or take no loans. And I'm proud of that. My life a marathon, huh. if I die today, 